Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. It is me, Sean. Hey, Sean. Okay. Nope. Hold on. I was, I was the audience. Yeah, it was good. Uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, Mon. Just let me do it. Just let me do the fucking I intro. was the audience. Hey, Mon. See? He gets it. I got to get through Jamaican this. Jamaican bobsled Okay. Sanka, are you dead? Every Yeah, Mon. <laughs> Coffee. What's the coffee? There's something about coffee, right? Is it a coffee can? Is there a coffee can in that movie? I don't There's know. Egg. This is. Hmm. You know, some people say they can't believe Jamaica. No, no, we got the bobsled team. team. That's it. Yeah. For the audience, get uh, get out of your sis, and then I'll proceed. Hey everyone. Hey Bob. So <laughs> <laughs> we do the intro, or I'll re- I'll just record it after when you're gone, and then it'll be fine. <laughs> Just let me do do it. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. It's me, Sean Green, and it's halfway okay. It's time for... It's what we're doing. It's the halfway okay. Glad we didn't interrupt that. That was so good. See? It's a slam jammer. Hey, mom. Oh, ha, ho, hey. Oh, it's... Hey, we're here. We're here in time to tell you hello it's halfway okay and oh man i'm sean and it, you can't even i can't even believe the day i'm having today oh what an adventure oh boy oh my god you won't even you can't even believe it but i tell you what i can't do this alone i can't do it alone i need someone to talk to uh, let me just let me just uh get my magical ring here to open up this sarcophagus that i found in one crazy summer night in the, in the old gas station parking lot uh, or what? What is it? Cemetery? Okay, uh, open it up. It is a hey, man. <laughs> hey, it's great. How are you doing, little Sean Grimm? Thanks for larping with me. Um, I'm doing great. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. Good. Uh, you've been a little uh, snippy. Today. I'm s- very stressed out. I could. I'm like at my max. Like, my heart's going to explode. I'm so stressed out right now. I have so much going on. No one's giving me a break. Then why would you say that you're doing good? I was, well, because the I didn't want them to worry. But, oh, boy, you need to worry. I was almost a victim today. And we also have with me is Eric Deitmar. Hey, man. This hey, is Eric, man. man. Jamaica, man. Bob Marley. Red, get... green, and yellow, man. Is hey, that like... man. Hey, man. Is that like an Asian accent? What is this? Hey, Amon. So you wouldn't believe. All hail King Amon. <laughs> <laughs> well, hereditary is that Game of Thrones. The oh, I get it. Paymon. <laughs> yeah, it was good. No, Game thanks. of Thrones, right? Paymon. I get it. Uh, yeah. There's no getting off that Iron Throne, Khaleesi's. Game of Thrones. Oh, boy, is my Peter you like Dinklage. You wouldn't believe the day. Sound effect. It's, <laughs> it's a good game, Cricket. Okay, so. That was funny. Thank you. I'm very I was thinking funny. the cell phone noise. So you wouldn't believe what happened to me today. What happened to you today? Well, let me tell you. Can I tell you mm-hmm. for two seconds? Uh, see what he does. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm. I am. I am extremely stressed out. I've been stressed out for two months now. Speak your truth. I have to go. I'm going. We're going. I'm have to go on a trip for a week. That's going to make us double up on episodes in a way and we have to edit all this stuff. So don't worry, everybody. The feed won't be interrupted. 
I will never do that to any of you. I love you so much. Is it next okay? week? Are you going next week? It's the I'm leaving next Saturday oh. to go okay. off to a far off land. Cool. There, there, so there will be an episode every week, but yes. the, the feed will be turned off for the week that you're gone. No, I'm just saying. No, Since I'm just you saying. Can't monitor it. I'm saying, saying we. I'm saying we just. I have to do a lot of. We have to do a lot of episodes in a very tight yeah. amount of time. We'll, we'll, normally be back, we have, we'll be back in a month. We'll be back in a month. So stay tuned. Um, so I have that going on. Um, I uh, am going to Chicago this weekend to fulfill a lifelong dream that ended up becoming a fucking vacation heyday for a bunch of fucking people. I am getting my Ms. Pac-Man cocktail game. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, cool, man. Could not be more excited. We're working into a long weekend that now we're going with other people and it's uh, it's it's gotten out of hand, but it's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. Who else going? It's me, Julie Metz, mm-hmm. my lovely girlfriend, Greg Nichols, and his wife. So it should be a lot of fun. Sounds like a blast. I I'm a, I like it. I like Greg Nichols. And I like his wife, Danny over here. I don't know. I actively hate them. <laughs> <laughs> They've done nothing but give you uh, great Greg, hugs. Greg's, Greg's wife is nice. Yeah, Greg they, is an abomination. Their first date was at a, a Jared rap show. Oh. Can you believe it? Does, does Jared have a name for his, his rap? His 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 solo stuff is Knox K N O X X. He also goes by King High School, um, and then he his Ebi Zazuli Gagulis are the is what he's in now. What is it? Alazulilu. Okay, how can you just call yourself like the Clubbers or something? You know what I mean? Like yeah. come up with a better name. Let's go by Axe. Yeah, or or the Axers. That's yeah. There yeah. You go. So they can be like, let me ask you a question. Do you like to have haunted masks? Right. Jared Johnson, friend of the show, haunted man, spooky heart. So this. Some stressed out. Yeah, what, what, Jared. what's going on? Because Greg Nichols. Jared sent me a text saying "boo," and I couldn't deal with it. And then Greg was like, "Did you get that text? Scary." So no. So today, Jared Johnson would never I text Greg Nichols. Jared, <laughs> Jared has far better things to do with his time. I would give my my hard earned blood to Greg Nichols for the free. only thing I've ever texted Greg Nichols is new phone. Who dis? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Greg Nichols is a friend of the show. He's been on an episode, um, but then, but now he can't. He refuses to be on an episode until he figures out a microphone situation, which apparently to him means using a headset microphone. <laughs> he wants to wear like a Gwen Stefani yeah, headset. It's, it's and not lay on the bed. I, even if it's the best sounding audio, I refuse to have that happen in my home. Um, so okay, so I behind the scenes, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not an actual ice cream cop, BMX racer preacher that's not my real, real job it's not my real job is it time to get real yes um i work um, i work in southwest ohio which is like the only there's like three things to do here uh and one of them is work for the government so i work on a military base for which, donald trump for donald trump he is technically my boss which is <laughs> hurts every day <laughs> oh, every single day his fucking his portrait is literally in my work and really? i see it every day i Oh man! It's like a painting. You, it's it's a it's a photo. Huh. Before it was his Twitter photo that looked all pissy until because he didn't actually send a real one in of him fucking smiling with his McDonald's face. His official God, portrait was his fucking Twitter avatar. <laughs> yeah, the no, one where he's all mean looking. Yeah, I don't know what it for, was. for a while. Oh, it was though. But there's like a blue circle around them and a check mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like Richard Spencer likes this. So I hate him. I hate. Uh, so so okay. So today. Oh, this is intense. So I work on a military base, and it's a huge base. It's very large. Uh, yeah, I never thought I would gunner. be. 
I, w- I w- never oh, thought you're I'd a tank commander. <laughs> I'm a tank commander. Uh, I was never in the military. I don't. I'm not into the military. I don't think murder is cool, no matter where you're doing it. But I'm not gonna. Whatever. Do your thing. You just make like poison bullets for the military. Yeah. And um, so I've, you know, I've, I'm very important at the military base. I'm like a captain uh, of the generals. Wait, um, uh, which which military base in Dayton, Ohio, is it? <laughs> there's only there's only kind of one. Yeah, you, I feel like you don't want to say it. It is kind of weird. Yeah, okay. That's it's a, the right right Patterson State University, <laughs> the right Patterson Air Force Base. Um, and today, I there's a there is an Air Force there's a on base there is a Starbucks that's part of a gas station which I go to sometimes to get Starbucks brand coffee because I enjoy it. So me and friend of the show Art went Art puke Art puke uh, <laughs> fart, fart puke right? Oh come, come on, on. He, fart puke. Enemy of the show! <laughs> he doesn't listen. And the United States. Oh, my God. So today, you wouldn't believe what happened today. Oh, my God. So today, we, uh, there was, like, so we do these things with, like, these certain, like, oh, you know, there's a tornado drill, everybody. Get under your desks. And that's what we do at work all the time. Oh, there's a fire drill. Everybody hang out in the parking lot for a while. Hide under your desks. And, and then today, <laughs> uh, so th- they have an active shooter one, which is, like, okay, Sure. It's now Donald Trump's America. Everyone's getting murdered. So this is what we do today. This, these things never happened before. <laughs> never. Not even twice. Um, and uh, and so we had that. And uh, and it was like, okay, this is a normal thing. We're usually we're making jokes about it because, like, yeah, we, this is fine. And we've often, often joked, man, you know, active shooter day is the best day for a real, you know, shooter to really do a thing because of all the confusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... It's like, okay, everything is clear. We're done with the exercise, everybody. do Go about your business. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go get some coffee. Art, let's go get some coffee. And we went. And, That's uh, fart puke for you listening <laughs> at home. And as we're walking, by, we had to park at the gas station to then walk and go to the Starbucks. As we're doing it, there's an old man who's like a, the most super intense Walmart greeter. He's wearing like a, like a, like an orange vest. And he's like, he, and he's at the top of the lung. He like, he busts, he like opens the door very quickly and abruptly of the gas station. And he's like, get in here, get in here. It's not a serious situation. Real world, real world. This is not a drill. Get in here. Real like, world. Real world, real world. I guess they were watching the real world, but there were no yeah. TVs with it on. I'm like, where's my Pedro? So it was Puck on the roof <laughs> with the sniper rifle. <laughs> and this is the gas station. Part of the base, like it's yeah, it's on it's, technically it, it, it's, military ran. Yes, and it is also uh, <laughs> very extremely close to where the shooting was happening. In, Can you in imagine the hospital? If like you've your dream growing up was to be like a military hero, and you joined the military, <laughs> yeah. and the position they assigned you well, was like cashier at BP. <laughs> I think they may have had like X. Ex- I think they may have had ex-military working there. I don't know how that oh, okay. worked. They weren't like wearing their army costumes or anything. I'm a sandwich artist at the <laughs> Marines. <laughs> um, and uh, that's funny. Um, so so we didn't get the coffee. So instead, we had to wait oh, with a bunch of other are you, people. Are you okay? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, there's yeah. even more. There's even oh. more. So we like, go in there, and I'm thinking, okay, well, this is clearly still this is still part of the drill, and and I guess they're not they, st- they didn't get the memo that it's over. So you we're waiting in there. Start looting. Oh no, <laughs> we're laughing, <laughs> we're joking around, and he's like, he's telling all these people that are getting gas at this gas station, like, get in here, get in here, this is not a drill, this is not a drill. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like actively like like 
laughing at it and be like, this is a drill. What the hell is going on? Lo and behold, I get a call from someone at work saying, hey, are you okay? It's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And he's like, there's an actual active shooter at the hospital, which is extremely close to where we are. And I'm like, the fuck? What the is going on? The gas station hospital? The, no, the, well, the military base hospital. The layout of this base is very confusing. It's huge. It's it's a city, man. It's huge. Um, they've got a subway. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> you could be a sandwich artist for the I'm Marines. I'm saying. So, uh, so we... we so we're just like looking on our phones at like the awful, awful local coverage of this fucking thing. Cause they're, they're, they're basically just taking every asshole who's tweeting something or like, or like wow. uh, commenting on it. in the Facebook thing is like, they're saying like they're, they're, they're reporting on that as news. So someone was like, Oh man, it was a psych war. It was a psycho floor on, on the thing. And that's what's happening. It's like, Oh man, there's several gunmen. Oh man. And they're like reporting on this stuff. We're terrified. Cause we're thinking, we're like very close to a thing. We don't know how many people there are with guns. We're hearing the FBI is there and they're getting bomb sniffing dogs. And we're like, what how the do you shit? think all this has happened so fast? What do you mean? The old man announced the shooting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you immediately got on your phones and thought the news was already there watching the FBI walk in with dogs. This is over like a two and a half hour period. Oh, you were in the so, gas station for two hours, two and a half hours. Oh, okay. And then we had to wait. You didn't loot. No, I did get a I did get a water, but he I paid for it at me. the end. Yeah, did they let you like uh, buy stuff? While yeah, you were there, but they wouldn't like check us out there because we had to stay away from the windows. Uh, it, and, and it was one of those things where like I'm like I'm I'm kind of like I'm kind of wigging out a little bit. But Turns out like this is my time to shine. No, it was yeah. it was very unsettling how much of a tactless like unprepared little glob of weak flesh I am. I had no plan. Everyone else is like, well, I guess we could go to the beer cooler if that's... And I'm like, oh, there's a beer cooler? I guess that makes sense. I had no idea what my plan You're like, was. like, well, I usually don't start drinking until right <laughs> after work. <laughs> it was uh, it was really nuts. It turns out uh, there was no act- actual active shooter. Someone... Just an idiot old man. Someone at... No, this was at the hospital. And gunshots were fired at the hospital. So it was a real, like, people... There was reasons that people were, like, freaking out. Um, apparently, what had happened was... Someone didn't realize that it was just an exercise for an active shooter, a test, and actually called 911. And one of, like, I guess, I don't know, it's still developing, but from what I understand, one of the cop people came there. There was a locked door because everyone was freaking out, thinking that this was a real active shooter thing. So he shot the lock off the Holy door. Holy shit, like a video game. Yeah, like a video <laughs> game. Some asshole who's just like, oh man, I got a hard on for fucking adventure, man. I can't wait to save this military hospital. I'll probably get king of the military for this, man. It was shit, a yeah, military ooh, yeah. police or? I don't know. I, so I, it was some cop like just shooting every lock and red barrel <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, just expecting it to explode. I'm expecting to see a cacodemon any minute, man. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Uh, so no, it was it was. Uh, I'm still like kind of like amped up about it. My heart's kind of beating because so it was got, basically really freaky. The whole story is you got a long lunch, and I got coffee afterwards. So kind of no, no harm, no foul. But you know, it was. Uh, yeah, it's our tax money hard at work. Yeah, man, that's you guys are basically just scary. fucking playing paintball all day up there. <laughs> it was it was scary. It was scary, and then so like I, so I only had like houses. I had only like forty. So we're haunted houses, but we should pay tax to them. It's a good joke. Uh, I had like forty percent. I would my rather th- my tax money go to oh. a haunted house 
than to pay for a fucking speedway gas station if on you, your military yes. base. But if you uh-huh. don't know that if you don't know that this is not a real thing, you're looking at your phone and you have like forty percent battery left and you're texting people, people are texting you like, Hey man, I heard on the news, what's up? Are you okay? Go I'm having to text phone. poor Julie, like, Hey, can she see on the news what's happening? And then you're like, Do I text I love you? Like, does that is that kind of sealing my fate kind of a thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it it's, you immediately turn off your phone. Why? Because you don't want just the battery to go out, and you don't want it to ring when you're hiding yeah. from the killer. Yeah, you have to play dead. You just like, well, you know, take like some Fago red pop dead. and pour it on you. It looks like blood. Just lay down. Play dead. There's plenty of weapons you could have found in a speedway. I looked. There was nothing. Hot dogs, tornadoes. There's like the glass paneling. I don't know what that is. Look, <laughs> glass? the most important thing is I'm kind of a hero, I guess. You know what I mean? Because you cried on your phone all day. Yeah, it was scary. Can you? Are you guys worried about me? Yeah. I so uh, Desiree mm-hmm. texted me and she said, "Hey, um, my Is brother Desiree just okay? got she yeah she's she's doing all right yeah <laughs> she's kind of a hero but yeah kind of kind of her brother got called in he's oh. a cop um up at the airport and oh, okay. Desiree and I was like and all I could say back she's like my brother has to go to this active shooter situation at Wright Pat and I'm like well, he's a fucking cop that's yeah. what you signed up for but idiot. I'm just like. Were you worried about me? Yeah. Uh, well, I was, I was like, well, yeah, my friend Sean also is at the. No. I, Did and you tell I, the cop well, that it, I was there? I needed to. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know cop. what to say, right? Because it's just like, this is Desiree's brother. Yeah. And like, what? Uh, like, he probably won't get killed. You know, I like, didn't what do you have a gun, though? So Eric. I just said, <laughs> like, what about me? Carry a fucking gun. I do every day. Ugh. But yeah, I just said, like, well, he's up by the airport. That's like a 30 minute drive. He. He'll probably get there when it's gone. Like, it'll be dead by then. Be, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I don't know what to say to comfort you, but like Ugh. that is very scary. And I, yeah, it I was know. very scary. Not so much for you, but yeah, like for Desiree's brother, like he actually he actually fired a couple shots at, at the, the bank. Lock. Yeah, when when he when he got there, he's the he guy. Said, is that true? Yeah, yeah. He had to. Over he his... shut the locks. No, oh, <laughs> I don't think so, that. man. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he did, but if That's so, he doesn't have a brother, there's... idiot. That cop cannot own up to that, right? Just be like, yeah, dude. Uh, uh, it must have been Jameson. Yeah. So you don't, there was no brother. No, no, no. That's all real. That's all. Did you tell him about me? not real. Yes. And yeah. Then he yeah, dro- yeah, yeah. As he was driving, he decided to listen to the Halfway Okay episode to get more familiar with you, the man he has <laughs> yeah. to say. And he hears you threatening police all day. I, those, that's mostly a joke. And then he hears me describe you as a lock. What's and that? And then he shoots the lock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look like an old lock. I'm pretty keyed up, you know, yeah. from mm-hmm. uh could I good. could I maybe I give you guys some gifts maybe to oh, lower yeah. your heart rate a little bit well, I have that would be wonderful. I've had a stressful day, so a gift would be nice. Okay. Yeah. We're real American like, hero. I have to reach in my bag here. And Danny didn't even know about it, so he comes here and I'm like, Are you worried about me? Expecting a text from old Danny, my old friend. I didn't even know you worked at uh the like on the base. Oh, I do. Yes, defending your your freedom. Every oh day. my! You, sorry, my fucking emergency radio was turned off during those hours. <laughs> so, Danny, I uh, I noticed you've been losing some weight here, oh and I, I thought I'd get you. Rub it in. Maybe a little treat. These are these are Ooh. dark chocolate covered espresso beans. They're low cal, so oh. I think so ten of those is like back. ten of those is only like thirty calories. Wow, so I that's thought, from Boston Stoker, yeah. a local chain of coffee. Yeah, I was about to and say then, Bob Evans. I thought it said Bob Evans. Sean, to Bob ease, Evans. Your, ease your stress today. <laughs> I, uh, I brought you a gift. Yes, it's a, a frosty. It's a, so here, say a uh, baconator sandwich. <laughs> 950 calories. 
Oh, um, these are good. Really? That's a, they are good, right? This is still warm. <laughs> I got it on my way over here. I, I go. <laughs> you get I, me a bacon. Yeah, you know, I. You're always asking for burgers on the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Burger Boy Sean Green. I'm, should I eat it? Burger Boy. Uh, it's it's actually a double baconator. Oh, my so, God. They didn't even have that listed on the menu, so I don't know how many calories are. Oh my in that, God. but it's at least nine fifty. Well, I guess I, sh- I guess I should eat food on air. It's what if, we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we're gonna talk you, about. I feel bad you don't have anything for yourself. Oh no, I'm fine, man. Should I get an espresso bean? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I'll take one of those. Take these a little nibble actually, here. These are really good. It, it's cool. The baconator, it's just meat <laughs> and bacon and maybe cheese. I don't, it's not a good sandwich. No, it's dry. I like I, it. I ordered it, and she said, "I said I'll take a baconator." She goes, "Which one?" And I go, I, the Baconator. I don't know. And then she goes, you want the son of Baconator or the Baconator? And oh. then she goes, or the double Baconator. And I go, well, yeah, the double Baconator. So that's got to be 1,300 calories. I I appreciate it. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad you like it, man. These are, oh, man. You like these, Danny? Well, that, this, that is weird. Those are weird gifts. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome, man. For this. Thank you, friend. Thanks. Um, it's it's weird seeing him with a Wendy's burger. Though normally it's like a Frisch's burger when we're recording. <laughs> oh me, yeah, that's funny. You usually have uh, you know those like what are those shirt pockets? Like one of those, like right on your breast. What are mm-hmm. those called? Oh, a shirt pocket. Shirt pocket. pocket. Yeah. He usually has a burger in his pocket. <laughs> it's uh, is this fat shaming? Is this a weight thing? Yeah. I mean, I I've, I've been very stressed. I thought you had slowed down a little bit, actually. No, I've, I've, I'm just as fat. When My remember, because when I saw that photo you sent mm-hmm. to me of the new shirts, the new shirts I got, it, this, and you look Skinner lives on it, and you looked just kidding, slim on it. No, we do have. Thank you. I'm not. It was just a trick of the angles. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, I want to announce something. We now officially have halfway. Okay, the podcast. Internet radio show pleasure hour teas and other items available at halfwayok.com slash store. Is that right? I don't know. I, I think it was store. I, I don't have it made it yet. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to before tonight. And then everybody, uh, I finally did it. I finally came through. Um, the uh, We have two very wonderful items up for grabs. Everybody. And uh, I wanted to wait and order them to see how they were going to fit. So we're going through Threadless. Well, first you wanted to wait because mm-hmm. you didn't want to do it. Yes. And I, that worked out great. I did that for like months, which was awesome for this me. This process started, how long was the whole thing to sign it up and like put up the designs? Oh, and I signed it up very quickly. Yeah, it's, It doesn't take a lot of effort. Okay. But this process started in December. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what we did is. We have two items. So we're going through Threadless Artist Shops, right? Which is kind of like a red bubble or a Zazzle, but it's more for hipsters or people from Brooklyn. They're pretty nice, though. No, yeah. We, I, I got, we both got the standard male tee. And um, I, I think for me, I'm a 2X. Here's the thing with 2Xs. And I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to fake anybody out on these shirts. I have a lot of things I'd like to say about these things. Okay. And the whole process. Right? I'm being very straight and honest with you. Just like old Papa John from PapaJohns.com Pizza. Um, he's authentic. He, I'm just kidding. He needs okay. to die. Um, uh, pizza Billy Mays is what he is. So you're calling him out a la Sergeant Dave. 
I hate you, Sergeant Dave. <laughs> you Papa John. Um, so these shirts, Sergeant Dave does make fantastic pizza. Not only, I'm sure he does actually in a crockpot, crockpot pizza. Um, oof, that's gross. So these shirts. So these. Oh, you wouldn't believe these shirts. What do you, Eric? Hold on, you were you huh? were going somewhere. No. You normally well, wear two X. Interrupted. So normal. Okay, so I'm a two X. You know, you wouldn't believe how big I am. I'm a girthy guy. Uh, very broad shoulders. Very uh, lots of flesh. And um, and I, usually the issues I have with shirts. Uh, or that I buy from any kind of shop is that they don't feel right, and they are no matter what they are either too short, uh, or super boxy, or super boxy and too short. So like they're fine in like the shoulder region, but then they just kind of drape down like a fucking muumu and are too short. Hmm. These shirts, the standard male, this only one I can speak to, is the perfect length for a chubkin, perfect length for a normal person. It's not going to come up on you. And it fits nice. I really enjoy it. I normally only wear dark tees because of body shame. I got a nice teal. That's very nice. Uh, and I like it a lot. Um, I'm impressed by the quality. It's a very large graphic on there. It is. We have two different varieties, oh, you wouldn't believe. We got Trash's wonderful design that he made. Um, what you're looking at with that episode art right now. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, in a myriad of colors. Because honestly, that fucking design looks good in like every fucking color. Like I was, I was only trying to do like three or four to kind of control the branding or whatever. But like all the colors looked good. So there's even like a neon fucking chartreuse that like looks totally dope with it. It, it works. And I'm very, I'm very happy to have this in my life. Um, I went with the hot pink. It's good. It's, it's a good what one. I'm wearing right now. Um, I feel like the sizes run a little small. So if you're kind of on the fence about what size you wear, I would maybe order. So you ordered a larger large. Now this is an extra large. No, I ordered a large for you. Or maybe it's extra large. Is it extra large? Yeah, I ordered yeah. a large. It's extra large. I checked yeah, the tag. Yeah. Okay, I ordered a two X, and it's perfect for me. So maybe well, you see, just got I'm, a bad body. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in like the large, extra large kind of range where I can wear some large. Yeah. So like, but this like, it seems a little small for like an XL, like compared okay. to like other XL shirts that hmm. I have. Well, I don't have to tell you. There's there's sizing guides on there. Maybe it'll I, grow in the dryer. <laughs> and I think you can, I, I'm pretty sure you can send it back. The reason we went with Threadless is because we, uh, didn't I didn't want to, want to make, inventory. yeah, I didn't want to deal with inventory. I didn't want to actually make a bunch of fucking shirts just to have them sit in boxes and, and, uh, and, and become a, a, a new thing to stack on top of my Star Wars episode one figures as far as failed investments. To eventually give away um, on a contest for yes, somebody else. <laughs> for my, for my next podcast. What's the other design? Uh, well, the, so this, she's shirts. This is not only shirts. It's like all kind of hoodies, sweatshirts, tote bags. Cause I was like, oh, fucking, who cares? Beach this towels. Fucking, maybe. Beach towels sometimes. Maybe a duvet. Uh, the, and, uh, and then the other way, I would have another, uh, shirt design that is enemy of the show. If you've been, a, if only if you've been called an enemy of the show, you can wear this shirt. Correct. You are in a very elite club. Although that's most all of you. Yes. And uh, and I actually designed that one, which is not as good as what Trace did. No, it's but, a fantastic uh, design. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, and I uh, I enjoy the design. Uh, they are, uh, as an enemy of the show tax, they are $1 more expensive yep. on every item. Because you deserve it. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Matt Miller. Uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, so just so you know, the prices are kind of... I mean, you're gonna be look, you're gonna look at it and you're gonna be like, oh, okay, fucking twenty dollars for a shirt, twenty five for fucking, uh, uh, you know, the 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 tri blend, but what's a tri blend? Tri blend, I guess, has like polyesters in it. Right. I don't know, uh, but we're not. It's not like we're banking on this because they cover all the shipping and stuff. So like on the shirt, like on the shirt that Danny and I both have now, uh, our cost 
is fifteen dollars. We and it would charge you for five dollars, so or, or twenty dollars. So then we make five dollars. It's and then you get a shirt, and we get drugs, and we get <laughs> drugs. I'm not. We're not looking to make bank on this or anything because only like 15 people listen to this show and then only like five of those would maybe buy the shirts and and one of them is already here and it's me so uh so so we check bet out. you won't buy them all <laughs> so yeah just, idiots just try to buy out all of threadless's stock of of digitally printed shirts also another reason we went to the threadless thing is they can do any number of colors and it's not like a fucking thing like you these fucking barbarioids, barbarizoids, using fucking screen printing on shit. Like, oh, oh, oh you want three colors? Well, that's $16,000 a fucking shirt, and you had to get 100 million of them. Eat yeah. shit, ding-dongs. I don't care how artisan it is. Oh, it's glow-in-the-dark paint. Whatever. I don't care. I don't need a glow-in-the-dark pa- maze. It's not Captain Crunch, is it? <laughs> there was a glow-in-the-dark maze on the back of Captain Crunch, I remember very vividly from childhood. That. It was pretty cool. Yeah. God, I wish we could have that on a shirt, but we can't. Are you, uh, you going to mention the $10 off? Promo code for the shirts? What are you doing? No, that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, we're, no, we're losing not... money at that point. <laughs> you might be able to find that code you somewhere know. in the Goblin this Maze. This is like startup costs, you know? You just gotta. Actually, the Goblin Maze. Oh. Oh. Okay, st- stay tuned on that. We might figure something out there. That would be pretty cool. Um, yep. Another cool thing, though, with the Threadless is it's very easy for us to throw designs up. Yes. So, what we're wanting to do is a bunch of like limited runs here and there of like yeah. weird ass fucking designs see limited runs are cool because we'll pressure you to buy them yep uh and we can even probably charge more for it hundred dollars it's not going to be around uh, so that's the plan. For a crop top <laughs> that's the plan um so thank you everybody uh, let me let us know if you if there's a certain kind of design or something you'd like to she- see on a shirt let us know would people wear a buzz shirt i doubt it but it takes virtually nothing to put a buzz shirt up there so i'm all about to do it because i really love buzz so dearly you just uh, want a buzz shirt i do i'd wear it every day um also threadless is a really if you just want to make a fucking shirt of your own it's a really good place to go and just have a 15 dollar like a digitally printed shirt sent to you so you could either buy our shirts or start your own halfway okay shirt. <laughs> yeah, well, story, yeah, I guess is what Sean is saying. Good luck trying to find the digital high res art, idiot. Don't do that. Just pay the five. It's, it's so much more work. Just pay the extra five dollars and buy it. Okay. So thank you everybody for making this magic happen. Is the show over? I don't know, man. Ugh. You all right, man? It's hot. We need to take a break so Sean can eat this burger. I'm gonna finish my burger. Halfway Okay will be right back. Got a question or a comment? Need some life advice? Just want to say hi? We here at Halfway Okay would love to hear from ya. How do you do that, you ask? Well, it's easy, a little paperclip. Just email us at halfwayokay at gmail.com or leave us a cool voicemail message at 937-848-1112. With so many cool ways to stay in touch, I'm surprised you guys ever shut up. (laughs) Halfway okay. The world is cold and unkind. Now back to halfway okay. Oh, that's a that was a burger. I'm sleepy. A little crank. We went upstairs and Sean took off his shirt. Mm. Laid in the middle of the floor and ate the burger. Mm. Fucking Julie wouldn't fill up fucking kiddie pool for me. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. 
So, uh, uh, Dini, I believe you have some video content for us. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, we should, I feel like we need to come up with a segment name for the videos that you bring to us. Like, Danny's video offering. So, one of the people... No? Danny's video offering? I mean, hey, I like I'm a, just... I'm, I'm Devo, for short. Oh. Oh. That's not really like that. good. Mm. I feel like each one kind of has its own vibe. How about like? How about you how, wouldn't throw Rich Life, no, and William Tapley into the same segment? Like they're each their own entity. I feel like you're curating this stuff. You put a lot of thought into doing this sometimes, or do you just listen to people suggesting it? And yeah, then, this is another suggestion. Oh, okay, from the same bloke that brought us uh, fucking Sergeant Dave. You hear me, Sergeant <laughs> Dave? I will physically fight you. My, uh, Don, I'm not I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's think let's Sergeant play David Dr. Wayne. Mario. Let's play Doctor Mario. Okay, I'm Doctor Mario, idiot. Did you hear how he interrupts fucking me? Fucking idiot. No, no. It's very rude. People at my work say they can't listen to it. It's just interrupting, interrupting. People do say that at my work. Really? They hate when Danny interrupts. Oh. Can't stand it. He's the one that does it. Go on. What were you saying? Infuriating. Come <laughs> on. Go on. So, uh, yeah, my, my friend Steve, uh, my artist friend Steve, he's mm. a really good artist. Oh. Uh, like if, Trace? If he was at this table, he would definitely be the best artist is all I'm saying. Sure. Oh. Uh, but he sent me a huge slew of fucking mutants from YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And out of that pile of humanity, I picked this one particular lady because I feel like she's a little different than a lot of the people that we've shown a spotlight on before. I feel like she's going to be the first halfway okay character that we don't at least half hate. Okay. Just like, pity? There's a, no, there's just a lot of goodness in this oh, weird okay. person. All right. So. Well, it's time for Danny's Mutant Roundup. Is that, how about that? I kind of like All that. Right. That's See? good. <laughs> I knew something would come to us. All right. Let me just bring this up here. Oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> Her name's Sarah Hayes, right? Uh, Spelled yes. chocolate wrong. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, this lady, Sarah Hayes, it's within my Mutant Roundup. <laughs> Yeah, this is an, its own segment, <laughs> and I call it Sarah Hayes gives her opinions on movies and oh. holidays. Okay, I love a holiday. Yep. So, um, this should I read? The, yeah, what go this ahead. Calls do your use your use. All right, let's do the stats uh, report here. Forty-one views, zero likes, zero dislikes, so no comments, or at least something's still trying to load here. Feel free to like this one. Uh, okay. All right, well. This isn't like a Sergeant Dave situation that's going to lead to an active shooter situation. Oh, you wouldn't believe the things I had to go through. Oh, it makes me sign in. I'll do it later. Okay. Okay. So this one's called Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, and the Chocolate Factory. Chocolate spelled wrong. Mm -hmm. As Eric pointed out, I wouldn't have picked that up. And then in the description, it just says Willy Wonka. One word, all caps. There's a show more. I don't know. Uh, And that's it. (laughs) So, okay. So uh, this is about two minutes. Should I just play it? Sure. Is this how videos work? Is this how the meet and roundup works? Yeah, you can you describe it or whatever. We're looking at like so. There's a, a very blurry face of a woman. Yeah, glasses, Paige Davis hair, but it's had, not working for her face. If you had eagle eyes, you could see that that was a Twilight New Moon poster in the Ooh, background. Yo. So you know she's got good taste. Yeah, sure. Uh, and she's in her bedroom. It seems. Uh, Heavy set. Sean, you all, I knew it. I knew well, I'm you. Not, I'm, giving, I'm it. dealing description. You, every time. What? Is every it my fault that America's time. fat? 
Everyone on YouTube is fat. It's insane. What? You, I just ate a fucking burger on the shit. air. I am fat forever. Okay, I can do this. I it's like clockwork, man. I'll be listening and I'll go, "Whoa, okay, let's see what, how many pounds this person weighs." Sean's gonna guess it within five <laughs> pounds, like at the fair. Man. I, I, I all right, let's just cut to the chase. How heavy do you think she is? Look, no, come I mean, on. She's only, I'd say one one thirty, one forty. I mean, she's not. Very There's big. no way she's one thirty, one forty. But I guess mind. maybe for Sean, that's there's Arch, like a. Uh, Oh my God. You know those like clapometers in game shows that never existed, but would <laughs> yeah. be in movies. Yeah, or go up a certain. There's like yeah. a Sean. How big are they? <laughs> well, scale? Yeah, well, we don't have full bodies, so we're just dealing with the head. So you have a whole HMI situation here. So it, it's regardless. She's let's just let's hear. Her it out. Does, I'm, ju- I'm just describing what she looks like. She's white too. Just Am I allowed to say that? Stop body shaming, Eric. Let's get God, to the video, Eric. Fuck. We have one cop brother-in-law, and you fucking <laughs> think the world. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Sarah Moon Reviewer here. I'm going to be re- reviewing Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from 1971 with Gene Wilder in it as the candy maker character. He doesn't play more than one person. This one he just plays. So it's not like a nutty professor. Crazy, wacky candy maker guy. And oh. He's funny. He's always been funny in all of his movies. This one's a child's movie, but I'm. <laughs> 21 and I still I love this movie so I love it and the boy who's poor his name's Charlie Bucket he finds some money in the street and wins a golden ticket and goes to the shop I feel like you're skipping some <laughs> yeah, steps you're, some... You're, st- you're not gonna mention the bed that the family sleeps in I feel the like I'm there soup. huh I feel like I'm there <laughs> Found some money in the immediately golden ticket. I, okay. what, I what I like though is like how she will start her videos. How you start a movie reviews? <laughs> she throws some words out here that's very Sean Green esque. Oh, cool. Uh, she also also has endearing buck teeth. Yeah, which are which are just the the light reflecting from her monitor is just catching in such a way that just it really makes it stand out. Sarah Hayes, official movie reviewer of Halfway Okay. I love it so far. I can't wait to watch this children's movie that even a 21-year-old can yeah. find enjoyable. Can, I, can you <laughs> Quite a range. It? Man. Okay, let's let's see. To the candy place, and he winds up getting this place. Spoiler alert. Willy Wonka's getting old. Willy Wonka's? Will? Oh, no. <laughs> Okay. Wait, she, Will Wonkers gives the place up to the kid? Yeah, the yeah. kid wins the place? That's the whole reason he's it's doing like the whole test. golden ticket thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he gives it back to the gobsobber, being like, fuck you, I don't want your fucking candy anyway, you fucking punk. Where's Will Wonkers go after he gives the place <laughs> Goes up? Goes back to hell. Oh. Um, and, uh, wow, okay. She, uh, you think she'd have notes. Why? She has like an encyclopedic, <laughs> encyclopedic, what the fuck is the word I'm thinking of? Encyclopedic, encyclopedic. She has an encyclopedia, encyclopedic. Yeah. Knowledge. We should be doing movie reviews on YouTube. Will Wonkers. Yeah. Okay. Will Wonkers in the candy place. Who's got a childlike mind? Won't run this place like an adult. Oh. And will. That's a great. That's great for a business. Yeah. Someone with a child's brain. It's It's worked for Wonkers. Take take care of the Oompa Loompas. Oh, got that right. You know, run everything like Willy Wonka would do. 
So <laughs> wait, love- Wonka is it Wonka or Wonka? I don't even think she knows. Maybe Willa. Maybe <laughs> Willy Wonka is the first one, and then Will Wonka is what the Charlie becomes. It's like a title. Uh, this I, this I, candy place is so mismanaged. <laughs> I don't like that she assumes that uh, that uh, uh, what, uh, the Gene Wilder uh, Oompa Loompas oh. can't take care of themselves. They can't. They're orange. Yeah. He says like, yeah, yeah. They take care of the Oompa Loompas. Like, they're mean, self-sufficient. They're right? like mm, they dwarfs were rescued. dipped in radioactivity. I oh. mean, in the lore, they were rescued from an island because they were being eaten by a monster that was there. So there's kind of indentured servants to Willy Wonker. Yeah, that's part of the... So it, I mean, yeah, and I think even I even there even there's a line where he talks about like who will take care of the Oompa Loompas. Like you think it's an, it's a conservative it's a responsibility now. Just like I'm sure a lot of those old slave owners were really concerned about their slaves in those plantations. So unmonitored, an Oompa Loompa would just kill itself, or I or just not know what to do besides being eaten or hard labor. <laughs> I don't know because huh. oh, yeah. they weren't doing very well on that island. Well, yeah, but I nothing's thought... gonna eat it at the the factory. No. Maybe. But I think they want to stay productive. Maybe I don't know. Can't they just have a lounge where they hang out and play fucking Nintendo? That's what I would have done. How fucking Willy Wonka in his candy place? All those fucking candies there, he sells. That's what I'm saying. Without him, oh yes, without a Wonka to run the candy place, (laughs) yeah, who's going to take care of him, pay for him? (sighs) I guess just Chucky. To death. I mean, this is one of my favorite movies. If I ever want to hear Gene Wilder sing, I can either put this one in or um, Young Frankenstein or another one of his movies where he's singing. That's a good I one. I am happy. I mean, it just makes me happy. Oh, I like her. I like her too. It was made in 1971. I love the movie. Love. <laughs> this is what the front of the movie looks like. It's a big glare. Thank you for that. What's the back look like? This is what the back of it looks like. <laughs> What's the disc look like? This is what the disc looks like. Oh, come on. Now, this is in a box set. At first, I wasn't sure she actually had the entire contents of that that product. She does, guys. Don't worry. I don't own it. I wish I did. Hold on. Pause it. She says that this is part of a box set she doesn't own, but she wishes she did. I feel like as a community, (laughs) we should get her the Willy Wonkers box set. Maybe not. Okay. Um, Fuck her. (laughs) No, I mean... Oh, this is <laughs> this is posted in 2013. She's she's not just she's, she's gotten it by now. How do you know? This only has 40 views. <laughs> Who's giving it to her? <laughs> I don't know. Is there a little more? All right. Well, I was trying to do a good thing, but no. You know what? We should. Sean I'm hates sorry. love. I well, Eric. What do you think? Do you think uh, it's? <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I I think so. And then also, you should send her Beethoven second. Uh, her if we get Beethoven it. second, it's staying here. So what are we going to do? Say, oh, we got you this thing. And then, oh, here, why don't you direct you to this audio where I'm, you know, I'm not kind at the beginning uh, of this. No, 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 no. You're not going to. Don't tell her about the show. How about okay. we'll just send it to her and be like, if you review Beethoven second, please review Beethoven second. Here's the Willy Wonkers box set. All right. I, like, I kind of like that. Someone hack her and find out where she is. <laughs> Russia, if you're here listening, that's political. Get it? A president's a joke. Okay. Here's the second video. Uh, let's go ahead. Yeah, same oh, God. Oh, God. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, Sarah um, Hayes. God. Okay. Sarah Moverberry's hair. This one is, this one's, wow. 17 views, one dislike. Who disliked this? Not me. I'm not even logged in. This one's called My Opinion on Halloween Trick or Treating. And uh, in, or the description is just my opinion. This no is, comments. I feel like this is, to me, 
her most controversial video. <laughs> okay, this is nearly pitch black and upside down. Like a bat. She's still wearing glasses. <laughs> like a bat with glasses. <laughs> oh, wow. This is bat with glasses. Far cat. superior to cat with glasses. You can't remember names. I don't. Well, that, I don't agree. Cat, you're doing great. Enemy of the show. No, okay. Well, all right. Ready? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk about Halloween. I don't mind trick or treaters. I like them. It's a hell of a stance. <laughs> so far, I'm with her. Ah, okay. Let's 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 see what else is happening. But. When the teenagers come and they want candy, that's just wrong. What? Let Halloween be for the kids. And adults. Don't. It's for the monsters. Even if you're glasses. taking your little sibling out, don't ask for candy. It's just rude. This is a this video is nearly pitch black and it is upside down. What is this? Halloween. All right, let's, let's let her finish. Let's let her. She's here. She came here to give us this information. Let's, right. let's hear her out. Sorry. And if someone cuts off the light, don't do something that'll get you arrested. That's probably a good guideline. And as for that woman that gave a note to the parents of the kids that were a little bit chubby, don't be that person. Sean. That's my opinion. Sarah, move you out. Wow. Yeah. I was with her on most points, except for I feel like candy should be to whoever wants it. Yeah, agreed. If you're dressing up, you get yeah. candy. Agreed. Um, are all of her videos about candy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe. theme. Sean probably thinks they are. Okay, so here's this one. Okay, shut up. Yeah. Shut up, Sarah. God, this thing. I need to preload these. It's in a... She's... Oh, my God. In this video, she's in a very rich life of road trips position yeah, on a bed. She's, she's on a bed. How cute would oh. rich life of road trips and bad with glasses be? I don't want that for her. Our cat with glasses. <laughs> now that, that's a sexy couple. All right. This one's called, this one's uh, 13 views, zero likes, dear, just zero dislikes. Says, talking about how the conjuring didn't have special features on it. <laughs> I've never seen the conjuring. I'm sure it's great. Um, the, the description here is if I buy the Blu-ray and there's no bonus special features on it, I will be upset. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Let's gosh. Tell us how you feel, Sarah And I've seen someone then unbox the Conjuring on DVD. Okay, so she's like, just... She doesn't even own it. She doesn't even own it. She just watched an unboxing, <laughs> and she's making a comment on the product that... Okay. Just in case, you got to get ahead of things. No, I hey, I get it. Hopefully, uh, Touchdown Pictures heard this and, and fixed it. And Is this that... the same owner of Old Hogs? Yeah. Own this? I think so, okay. right? Okay. Tim old, Allen's in The Conjuring, isn't he? Tim Allen's Old Hogs The Conjuring. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to rate a movie, it'd be on special features. I think the video just, like, stopped. If she had to rate a movie, it'd be on special features. Oh. This is a professional movie reviewer. <laughs> Not the movie. From when I just watched this, DVD had none, and I hope the Blu-ray does. Because if I get it and it doesn't, I'm going to be very upset, and I'm going to do a rant. But I'm still going to own it and scream like a little girl, like I did when I first watched it on TV. Well, that's it. So maybe you're out. I like that she doesn't. She has children. I, that's a good movie. Is that reveal. children? You think? 
in the background? Around like 35 seconds? Or a TV or something. Oh, man. It, it's... If I get it and it doesn't, I'm going to be very upset. And I'm going to do a rant. But I'm still going to own it and scream like a little girl. Like I did when I first watched it on TV. That's it. It might be TV. Oh, what's weird. the what's the thing if she has kids? I don't get it. Just she's there's like children. She seems saying young. something in the background. But and I want to know what what she's at least twenty one. She well she's been like twenty six I think right. When are you supposed to have kids? Mm. All right. Well, so far, I, yeah, I what are your thoughts on? I like Sarah? her. I like that she. I, I like that she slurs her her uh, her handle, mm-hmm. just like Rich Lester says. Um, but I think she's infinitely more likable. I am I root for her actively, so long as she doesn't have any kind of uh, weird racist shit or. Are you or, just waiting for that? I, I mean, yes, I am. I, so this is what you bring to me, people that I told that, you it's going to be different. Yeah, which I'm I'm happy. I think this this this. Uh, one of the she best embodies mutants. a lot of the great qualities. In oh God, the sorry, people we sorry. like, without at least as far as I know, the terrible ones. Yeah, it's all right. I, What's the next one here? I like it. I. How are you feeling about it, Eric? Uh, it uh, first video, I loved her. Uh, oh, yeah. Really sweet. Second yes. video, not so much. It's kind of been a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> I really disagreed with her opinions on trick or treating, but yeah, I'm just coming, her opinion. Coming, I'm coming back up. You know, I so. think the description of that one was just my opinion, wasn't it? It is just yeah. her opinion, and honestly, I feel like she is. I feel like she would be a kind enough person and understanding enough that we said our two cents on that. She'd be like. Well, I guess I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, I guess so, but maybe not when you're forty. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, you're yeah. sweet. Ah, oh, you're the best. <laughs> so okay. what's this one? Oh boy, this is okay. Oh god, well, these people are cruel. Okay, so we've got. Oh, there's a comment. Okay, okay, I'm getting excited. So this is 35 views. Yeah. This is one dislike, zero likes. The co- the the thing is a response video to to. <laughs> Uh, real Santa caught on security cameras by Jesse Lee V. Jesse Lee V. Jessel V. Yeah. Okay, that's like the Santa expert on YouTube. Is that, is that Jared's rap group? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. Uh, and then oh, oh boy. So Jesse Jesse Lee, Lee commented on this one saying, well, "Let's watch the video before." You okay, get the well, okay. Well, I guess it's a precursor to what's to come. This is uh, this is intense. So we've got if what is that? Is that some sort of monster scary. over there? <laughs> that does look. There's like a, like a bat, some kind of sketch or drawing on the wall. Is that a poster or? I don't know. I don't like it. It looks like in a horror movie when like the kid is seeing a ghost and starts like using crayons to draw like a monster. Wow, I'm into it. Christmassy. Oh wait, that's just Sarah Hayes. <laughs> oh wow. wow, this guy over here. Jeez, wouldn't give him any care. Yeah, Sarah Hayes. This is a comment response video to JCB's. Good God, video get it together. On security camera footage of Santa Claus. Oh, it's a calendar. It's a horse calendar. Oh. <laughs> Man, Sarah, you're the best. You're our sweetest peanut butter. That's Bye. like if like a production company created a room for her. There's a wind chime in the background, too. Right here. Aw, okay. Let's see what she has to say about this. Let's see. I have a feeling she's going to be a fucking buzzkill, just like she was with Halloween. 
I believe in Santa Claus. Okay, that's my right as a human being. That is her right. And maybe it is childish, but yeah. you don't need to go into somebody's comment video section and be rude to somebody who's probably going through a hard time like I am. I just lost my great aunt. Mm. And was killed by trigger treaters. In the hospital. And Jesse V's videos help me feel better. Just, if you have different views than somebody else, don't go into the comment section of her video and upset somebody. Just oh, talk about it on your podcast. <laughs> watching this video, I'll put her link in the description box below. Go check her out. Did she put that in the description box below? No. I'm so upset, I don't know what else to say. I'll oh, talk to you Oh, man. There is uh Sarah Then she just shoves her camera over to turn it off. I can't tell if that's just the mattress or if that's an actual duvet. Well, we'll that see. looks like a comforter. Um, so Sarah or Jessa Lily says, "I'm so sorry that people can be so rude. Pay no attention to them, girl. I love you." That's that sweet. Nice. So I should we see the reply? Should we try to get to the bottom of this Santa? Surveillance uh, video? I would love to, but I don't fucking know what that shit is the fucking link. Because fucking Sarah didn't do her job. Go to the reply. She's upset. Yeah, right. let's see what that Her is. mom's best friend is in the hospital or something. Oh, um, She's so sweet. No, she, and then she said, Jesse V, have a great Christmas. No, ex Oh, wow. No explanation point? That's sad. Okay, let's go to... Let's Just hunt around screen. on Jessel V's... Uh... Oh, oh, Lord. oh God! No oh, shit! Stop it! Okay, <laughs> Jesus! Just search for Santa. Hold on, I want to let's let's wait. New videos every week. Let's scope this out. This woman almost has. She looks obnoxious. Uh, she uh, has almost a million views. I do not understand YouTube influencers at all. That is my old man stance. I don't get it. You don't understand how like a young woman would do well on YouTube. Ugh, got me with a spood. Um, so search Santa. God, there's fucking hamburger grease all over this keyboard now. That was not there before, uh -huh. Eric. You ever seen those videos where it's like old people trying to use the internet? <laughs> Was that me just then? No, no. This is Sean Green reacts to Jesse V. Grandparents <laughs> react to Jesse V. I will tiger uppercut you to the moon. How many right. fucking Santa videos does she have? Reacting to San scary pictures of Santa, disturbing dear Santa wish list from kids, my haunted Christmas toy, the creepy Santas, creepiest Christmas. Okay, ornaments. I'm kind of I'm kind of a fan of Jesse V. Yeah, so far, me too. I don't like it. Where's the surveillance footage? My God, this is. Uh, Are they all creepy Santa? Cause that's dull. Look at her dumb faces she's making. Get a fucking grip, lady. I don't like you. Oh, if I was born 10 years later, I could have been so famous on the internet. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous of all these people. Do you know how to spell surveillance? Can you put that in the box? Let's just look at, let's just look at creepy Santa videos. <laughs> this is the Christmas episode, after all. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, this is not, this is not working. We don't need to do it. All right, fuck it. We couldn't find it. Sorry, audience. I guess yeah, sorry. Santa isn't real. We couldn't find it. There was just yeah. a bunch of other weird stuff. Unless you're a kid that's listening. Yeah. Santa's, I mean, 
Santa's real. Santa, Santa and hates. so are fucking skeletons and monsters <laughs> under your bed, you fucking little idiots. And and pirate mice, little, little mice river pirates, they'll steal your stuff. And fucking snakes. Also, if your that great aunt dies, who gives a shit? Night. Hmm. If your great aunt dies, who cares? Sarah Hayes. Oh no my one, god! No one knows their great Her aunt. Her friend's mom's also That's sick true. too. She's in the hospital, Eric, on okay. Christmas. It's Christmas, <laughs> motherfucker. I could have been actively shot today. <laughs> I will give her that. The video was posted on December twenty first, so at least it was oh, it was God. near She's Christmas breaking time. Breaking my heart. Oh, She's a sweetheart. Last one, oh, boy. All right, one more. Serve me up another one of them waffles. Hey, Captain. Okay, sure shot. So this autoplay stuff it drives me bananas. So in this one, it's a more lit room. Wow, this looks like her mom's room. Uh, in a rich is, life pose. Yeah, rich life pose. But we've got some more stuff going on in the background. Um, definitely, uh, there's some great Morris, Morris furniture offerings today picked up. <laughs> uh, we got some five views on here. Zero likes, zero dislikes. This one's called movie pickup, sweet home, Alabama. Sweet home is one word. So we got right. another review. No, uh, no comments. We do have a, a little thing here. She, this was posted in 2015 where it says, stay warm. It's going to get cold tonight and enjoy this video. I love making them. Well, geographically, I don't know if that's true. What if I'm in California watching this? I brought my jacket. It's in my car. <sighs> well, I might as well get it. It's going to get cold tonight. All right. Thank you, Sarah, for this. Uh, I'm interested in Sweet Home Alabama. This is a 22-second review of Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> so. Maybe you're going to red box it tonight? Yeah. Listen to this video first. <laughs> okay, let's jam it on. I'm a reviewer here. I got a movie pickup from Walmart, Sweet Home Alabama. It came out in 2001. Um, it's eight twelve at night. If y'all are staying somewhere where it's not, it's gonna get colder tonight. Y'all stay warm. Stay me reviewer out. Wait, <laughs> she didn't even review the movie. Uh, she said it came out in two thousand one. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she held up the box, so clearly she had it. Well, all right, I'd watch it. Yeah. Shit. She Man, sold me. Sounds... <laughs> it's a good fucking review. Her review. It's a good review, and she names the like, <sighs> lists the date of when it came out. Oh my god! That's that why is... her Will Wonker's review was one of the best because she said what oh. year it came out twice. And ladies and gentlemen, that was another edition of Sarah Hayes gives her opinions on movies and holidays and uh, uh, mutant roundup. Thank you. Funny, everyone claps for Danny stuff. I'd never get a clap for any of my things. It's really good. Hey, man. Hey, man. Well, Movie I was, man. I'm so excited right now. I'm going to go and check out and see if that's on Amazon Prime. We'll be right back after this uh, grape. Halfway Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, Hoff. Yeah, what there, Marmalade? I got to thinking. Okay, that's dangerous. <laughs> oh. What are you thinking about? I think the grumpy one. Is the funniest one. The grumpy one? They're both grumpy. No, the one with the beard. They both have beards. There's the fruitcake and there's the guy with the vampire teeth. Which one are you talking about? The vampire teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah. But personally, I like the other guy better. Eh, he's a little needy if you ask me. But whatever. Everyone has their own opinions. Oh, boy. (laughs) Hey, Harv. Oh, what, Marmalade? 
other people think. Well, you know, there's an easy way to find that out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the Halfway Okay Friendship Club on Facebook.com. You can go there and talk to all the Halfway Okay nutjobs. Harv, I'm way ahead of you. I'm already a member. Oh. And you didn't like my post. Oh, Marmalade! Now back to Halfway Okay. Oh, man. Wow, God, that break. Ooh, what a, oh, what break. a grape. Hey, Mar. <laughs> okay. Mon, are my arms tired? <laughs> so, Eric, I've loved having you on here. Yeah. Uh, it's really been uh, good. Uh, but you've just been kind of reactionary. And, you know, typically, you know, uh, people come with some sort of show notes, something they want to talk about. But are we bringing I, it back? What? Bring our oldest segment ever that has never applied until this moment. Oh, yes. Our oldest segment ever that started from day zero, episode zero. The official Eric Dittmer roulette. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what that means, <laughs> he's going to read all of his show notes, and then we're going to say which one we want to get into. Yeah, because we have a lot of stuff we really want to get to, uh, so Eric really kind of can't do all of those things. You know what I mean? Sean's pressuring us because he doesn't want to edit. I can't edit a three-hour show. Not again. All right, well, boy howdy, I came I came <laughs> chock full of show notes. You can today. save some for the after show if you want. Okay. No, there's no you can't do an after show too. I have five things. Oh my that's god. It, that's and it. And then so how this works. Eric will list off his five things and we will as pick vague as which, possible. As vague as possible. And as Vegas Vegas as possible in your heart. Stays in Vegas. Uh as vague as possible and we will uh pick which one we want to do cover. Hopefully there's some Willy Wonka stuff in this. So make it good, Eric. All right. Number one, test drive. Oh, oh this is fog. Mm. Oh my God. Number two, D, D. Just the letters <laughs> D twice. What? Okay. I'm, 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 I had to change them to make them a little more vague. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, three. Did Desiree, did Desiree die? <laughs> Her hair. Yes, it looks great. <laughs> oh, she did, actually. I know. It looks nice. Oh, so love to hear that. Yeah. Uh, number three, I've shortened to just uh, food. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already covered that. I had my burger. Yeah. Um, four is hand M. Hand M. Hand yeah. M. Hand massage. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually what I wrote. Ew. What? It's perverse. Hand M. I, I knew what that one was. Is it a Moleskine notebook? Uh, no. Okay, uh, go on. Number five, star check. Oh, There's a lot of good choices. Wow, I like all these. Yeah. I you know what? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with what you wouldn't expect me to go with, and I'm gonna say test drive. Danny? I don't know. I I'm torn between DD and hand M. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go hand M. So how do oh. like, how does this yeah, get this, how does this, this one's get? not great though. Hand this M. This one's just uh yeah, it's just I've been watching Handmaid's Tale. Oh yeah. It's, okay, yeah. let's skip that yeah, one. Yeah, we can skip that one, right? <laughs> so my votes for DD. All, All right. right, I'll go with DD. Whatever. So, All right. I was gonna say the way it normally works. Yeah. Is your vote counts as one? Yeah. And mine know. is one point five. Sure. Yeah. It's like ownership in the uh, podcast kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh no. Yep. It evens uh, out. You own more of the editing part. <laughs> this, uh, this and the is, actual producing and work. This is just an idea I had, really, yeah. uh, and it, it relates to DoorDash. Which you know oh, about, right, God Danny? Damn, I hate. I'm uh, so I sick know. of hearing about okay. fucking DoorDash. It's, it's a quick idea, and um, it's just if you're under 21 and you want to get in somewhere, mm-hmm. you should DoorDash. 
and just bring or you should don't even DoorDash. Just bring your DoorDash bag somewhere and say, "Hey, I'm delivering to someone inside." What do you mean? And you'll get, get in. in, like get into a like bar, into a, a club, club or a, a bar or something. That's brilliant. Yeah, like you can just walk into a Chili's. Uh, yeah, you, well, Chili's. You're not. Well, no, 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 no. You're delivering. So Desiree DoorDashed and she brought food to New York, New York. Yeah, the classy joint. Yeah, you know. it's real hard to get into a fucking Franklin <laughs> Strip Club. <laughs> I, by the way, I told I told this story to a guy who lived in Franklin that wasn't you, yeah. and he says, "Oh, we call that Franklin Franklin." Oh, <laughs> that's that's pretty, pretty good. Name. It should be called yeah, that. That's good. So yeah, just um, and it's better if you have a friend that's twenty one. They could sit inside, say, yeah. "Hey, I'm I have an order here. I'm delivering someone inside," and they go, "Oh, that's me over here." And then you walk in, and then you're in the club. I I like and this. just sit there. Yeah, I mean, especially if there's like a cover charge. To if get you're in. under 21, how about you fucking focus on your studies? <laughs> or why don't you open up a successful YouTube uh, review, uh, movie review? It's yeah, already been done. Well, if you do do that, Willow Wonker's covered. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama has been done to death. Yeah, and lay off the holidays. She's got them covered. I don't know why I did the accent. Maybe a special fe- Sweet Home Alabama special features. We don't know if they have any. Well, I thought that was that's a really great idea. What was Test Drive? Yeah. Okay, Test Drive. Uh, this is this is <laughs> this is just where we make Eric go twelve to show them. Yeah, they're pretty quick though. Um, test Drive is this is just a legit complaint I have. So, mm. um, Sean, you should be in the market for this pretty soon. Um, Danny wow. and I have pretty new cars that can charge a phone and play music at the same time. Yeah, hmm. um, you have a tape deck, and uh, so um, so when, when you go to buy a new car yeah it's you know it's like a lot of money it's at least like five grand or so it could be five grand or more right or buying like a brand new car six or seven sure and uh you you go i know you guys are joking like that's not a lot of money but being from franklin like no it it absolutely like for sure my first car was like six grand i think yeah my car that i my my yeah no it is way too much money yeah i could trade in my car for a carton of eggs (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, oh, yeah. Please, uh, when when you when you go, you you get in the car. Yeah, you drive it around for fifteen or twenty minutes. Oh, test. And drive. then you just go. Yeah, that's the one. Like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's not even. It's not funny. It's just like it should be a thing where you get. You should get, you get like a thirty like a day period. Uh, see, I feel like you that's just rent you, a car. Yeah, then. you just rent one. You rent point. the car to see if you want to buy it. I mean, like that's what you're asking for. Kinda. You're you, asking are they for just going to give you a car? If you so, why wouldn't you just go to one place and test drive a car for a couple months and then mm. say, "Not for me." Plus, I wrecked it. Go to the next place, <laughs> test drive their car for a couple months, and just like go in circles. So I was also yeah. thinking because I'm going to Minnesota next week, and we're going to have to rent a car. Leaving tomorrow, actually. Oh, and uh, we're going to have to rent a car from Minneapolis and drive. So four you just want to test drive a car to well, Minnesota? That's, that's kind of the next thing I want to do. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. Test drive Let's a car for a week, sure, and just take it. Just up get there. that Chevy Cobalt and, and give back. it a test yeah. run. Yeah, I can't believe they don't do that with people wanting to do yeah, that. What the hell? <laughs> That's exactly what the answer to that is. But yeah, but if like, you let's say you let's say you test drive three to eight cars, and you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to kind of narrow it down to to these one or two that I want to. I, I really was impressed by that 15 minutes, and I really then you just rent that one. Yeah, we, we solved it. What about okay? You guys know CarMax. Mm. Okay, that's so yeah, they, the like lip balm. <laughs> Julie uses it all the time. She has a song about it. It's very this cute. Guy. Sorry, go on. So CarMax, they sell used cars, and you can request them to get delivered 
to another CarMax within like a 200 mile radius. Hmm. I just thought of this right now. Um, what if you do a thing where it's like, hey, I want to, you request the car. You want to be you delivered? you keep getting it closer to your destination. Oh. And you like, I guess you might have to work at a CarMax. But like, if you'd be like, oh, I'll go <laughs> deliver like that car. It sounds like it's worth it. Like, <laughs> I'll go deliver that car to the yeah. next CarMax and keep doing that. Like, even though you're the one requesting it. So are you moving in this situation? No, I think you're just, you're like getting a free car rental. All of your schemes involve someone already working or being at an establishment <laughs> for it to work out. Like, it's, it's oh. always a two-man operation. Oh, that's my... Uh, All right, here's my- an idea for free hot dogs. <laughs> you got to work at a hot dog stand. <laughs> when you make a first hot dog for a customer, you put a little too much extra onion. Uh-huh. Some falls off to the side. <laughs> Next fucking hot dog. You accidentally put two buns. That one bun falls aside. Uh-huh. Next hot dog, two hot dogs. You gotta work there for a couple of years <laughs> before they trust you to do this. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. free fucking hot dogs. I love it. Life hack. What about okay? What if you had a like you worked all these part time jobs? Yeah. At all these different places. So you work at a hotel. Mm. You work at a McDonald's. Ooh. And you work at a CarMax. Right? Just to have a free car yeah, to get, get diabetes in your free hotel. <laughs> Sleep in your house. hotel room. Oh my God! You, you just, and you're just sitting pretty. Free food. Just get a van from CarMax. Then you don't have to. Ha- you only have to have two jobs. Oh. If you work on Spencer at Spencer's Gifts over the weekends, yeah. fucking free fucking shot glasses <laughs> with Pamela Anderson on it. Oh, you also make money doing those jobs. So it's like you yeah. just have money. <sighs> I love this. Yeah, but yeah, I think you should be able to test drive cars longer than. 20 minutes because it never feels right because yeah. you're, you're coming from your old car every car feels like a car no way every the only, car feels the only so difference different. the only difference is like going from like now that i drive like a stick shift mm-hmm. it feels so fucking weird driving an automatic i prefer stick even though i don't currently drive a stick other than that they're like cars mostly feel the same as long as there's enough leg room you don't even have to drive to figure that out i, I disagree what are I you think- looking for just how it feels, Torque. how it handles, how the how the steering how it handles. Is. How did your car that you have right now handle? I don't know. Solidly. How it's long have you driven it? Years and years. And that's the best you can come up with. This is solidly. Well, I'm not a car guy, but the cars do different things, Danny. Well, like what? Look, I can't get into this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we're not going to convince you. No, I'm just asking. I'm curious. Do you know what he's talking about? Uh. I feel like my Jetta handled better than my Cruise does. There we go. But I mean, I, I can't. What does handling to... even mean? I don't know. It, like it's, uh, like the the like I felt like a... <laughs> I don't know. Like how like how how responsive it is to the turn. How yeah. the how the even just how the automatic shifting. My fucking god! What I'm do you curious. mean? What do you mean? Things you're talking about? How responsive it is? Are you turning it? Like, does it? Is it super super touchy when you turn it? Is it super touchy on the gas? Is it super touchy on the brake? I've is never had a car touchy? do any of those things. Well, I don't know. And I've driven all sorts of shit cars, so I don't okay. understand why like these nice cars you're driving would have all these problems. I'm not saying problems. I'm just saying how it handles what you're used to and what you're comfortable with. If you have something that's a super punchy car. Like I drove a God, it was the worst thing on the planet. I drove a Thunderbird for way too long because it was super hand me down, and they got it for cheapers, and uh, I hated that car. And I and it handled it very differently than the car I drive currently. Yeah, but you're not you're not going to test drive something like that. I mean, but even even if you're going with the same kind of four door standard four banger fucking automatic fucking dude. You know, it's 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 still going to vary from if a, a Honda Fit is going to be different from a Jetta, which is going to be different from a Camry, which is going to be different from a Civic, which is going to be different from anything. I feel like I couldn't tell any of them apart. Cool segment. Um, 
I'm sorry that I'm asking you to explain things. I'm, I know I'm doing the best I can. It's way more I, fun I, to just throw out statements there and not have to defend them. I, <laughs> defend them against to see what he does? I'm uh, just trying to fucking figure out what you're talking about. I understand. I, I, I think people are bullshitting when they act like cars are different. Well. A car fucking goes from place to place. God, okay. has doors and a stereo. Big fucking deal. I'm not into cars, but cars Apparently are... you are. Okay. Fucking musclehead grain over here. Well, I liked your segment, Eric. I'm Thank sorry you. Danny didn't yeah. like it. Um Thanks for nothing, that. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned uh, D and D on that sheet there, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of D and D, I've been playing some Dungeons and Dragons lately. Oh, oh. thanks for inviting me. I did invite Danny. He doesn't want to play or isn't willing to commit. He's got some things going on. A lot of fingers and a lot of pies. So I've been playing D&D with actually some listeners of the show. Uh, Art Luke, a.k.a. Fart Puke. It's also rude. I'm sorry I said that, Art. He doesn't listen. Uh, uh, Ethan. A.k.a. Fart Puke. <laughs> fart Pukers. Cherry Wheat, who's the dungeon master. And none other than our very own baby boy listener, Creamy Boy Tippy teardrop ladies and gentlemen. so we've only had one session so far did and you dress up i did not dress up but did you I was your, in character did you wear your scale bell bracers I, I, oh don't <laughs> look man we'll talk about that later that's a, that's a put a pin in that one that's all right it's later episode. so sean at one point was going to buy an entire set of armor to I don't know, just lounge or LARP. You were going to LARP? I wasn't going to LARP. I just Why would you going to buy it then? I don't know. You were going to LARP. Armor. I've you never... were going to wear that motherfucker to the Renaissance Festival <laughs> every day of the year. I thought it'd be cool to have armor. <laughs> so, For whatever reasons. So keep interrupting Danny. So, Eric, yeah, thank you. <laughs> hey, mom. So <laughs> you're going to splurge and buy your first piece of armor for a set. What do you think you would go with? Uh, yeah, I would I would go with like the chest. Yeah, breastplate, yeah, something the... nice, something big, so you can be like, holy shit! Yeah. This you know? is a suit of armor. I have Maybe armor now. A helmet. You know, Sean that, went the other way. Cool. He went for wrist protection first, <laughs> <laughs> and then never bought another piece. <laughs> if you would have had, if you would have had the scale bell bracers during the active <laughs> shooting scenario. <laughs> I wouldn't have been so scared. Yeah, uh, my heart would have been fine. You could have ran out like Wonder Woman. Oh my god! Deflecting, this... protecting every lock. Well, on you know your military what? If place. I didn't have those scale metal bracers, I couldn't have worn them in the uh, hit horror comedy movie Marty Jenkins and the Vampire Bitches. Did you I, wear those in that? Yeah, at the very end when I'm suiting oh, up to wow. kill vampires, and I don't have any chest protection. I just have <laughs> like, which makes sense for a vampire, kind of. Is it a bite? Because they go out for your neck. Oh uh, no! I guess it doesn't make sense. So when, can I get back to my story, please? Sorry, yeah. I'm just fleshing it out. Thanks, man. Um, so uh, we're all we're all playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's a campaign. This is the first time Paul's ever DM'd. He's doing a great yeah. job. D- DM is dungeon master. Cherry wheat. Cherry wheat. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Paul. You Cherry gotta have wheat. a good DM though. Man. Yeah, and he's he, yeah he's great. He's never done it before, but he's doing it. It's a campaign, which is great. Takes some pressure off of him. And, they, and now the campaigns are like pretty good. Um, so naturally in first session, goblins are involved. We're in a goblin cave, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got me, dwarf fighter, Hargul Crag. Yeah. What, what? Um, <laughs> that's like, that's like playing vampire, the masquerade and your character being fire marshal bill. <laughs> <laughs> Remember him? Um, no. Oh, so, so we've got. 
okay. So the other two characters are playing brother gnomes. Two gnomes that are brothers, and they're they have their own bit. They're kind of older. They have their own like comedy bit. It's very funny. And then uh, creamy boy Tippy is playing a like a dragon man druid. Okay. Yeah. Right. So we're going through the goblin cave. We're in in the story. We were just hired to do this job, so we don't know each other. the The two gnomes know each other, but we don't know any of these people. Yes, Danny. I put my hand up. Yeah, so I, Sean I appreciate wouldn't that. fucking scream for a half an hour. Yeah, you, he's like a dragonkin druid. Yeah, like a dragon. I forget what they called. What in, kind of in, druid? Like, does he have like basic druid? I think that seems weird to have like to be a dragon and have like affinity to like regular nature. I agreed, but in D and D land, fucking dragons are nature, right? Okay. I mean, it's weird. I don't know. We'll re- we'll rework your character teardrop. He needs when it. I get involved. He needs it because boy, do I have some complaints. This is also teardrop's first time ever playing D anD. I'm going to play a wandering swordsman who carries teardrop's character and a baby Bjorn. <laughs> He's my little baby. <laughs> well, this baby got fussy, and we'll talk about okay. it. So you. No, not well. Yes, I did get fuzzy, but it's not. I'm I'm in the right. Well, maybe on the we'll see. I'm, I'm this is this is a this is a this is an ethical situation right here, and it has two tiers to it, two parts, and then a third part. So okay, so we're going through this goblin cave, right? And in this little like alcove, which leads to nothing else, we can see the end of the wall. There are three wolves mm-hmm. chained up. So they're growling. They're about to break the chains because they're so pissed off that we're there. So I'm like. Yo, let's just keep going. It's we don't need to fight these. Try to kill their masters. Are, we we fought like one goblin at the very beginning, and we're going through. So it's like right at the beginning of the cave. But you're cleaning out the cave, other than the wolves. Yeah, leaving them chained to starve to death in front of a druid. Let, let me. Can I finish? Yeah. So I'm saying, let's not fuck with these dogs, with yeah, these wolves that went to, to kill death. us. Um, let's just continue on. And the argument of two of the party, one of the gnomes, played by Ethan, mm-hmm. and this creepy boy Tippy is, no, let's kill them because we don't want them to get loose and chase us. So the druid and this other gnome, who is a cleric, murder wolves. The cleric? The cleric and the druid Come on, just man. slaughter wolves. And we, uh, and the other gnome and I just continue on. We're like, okay, fuck this. We don't even, this is messed up. And are they killing them at like melee range or like from afar? No, they're fighting them. So oh, they have a chance, chance, but they're still chained up. It's fucked up. I feel like if the druid was like, we can't just leave them chained up and they're going to fight if we let them go. So we got to, we don't have a choice but to kill them, but not just to be like, eh, it'd be more convenient to fucking kill them. That's, that was the argument. There was no role playing. There was nothing like that. So they murdered dogs, right? And you abandon your... Your friends? Uh, I this? didn't know them. I, they were hired for a job. Okay. Hargle's like, this is against my alignment, dude. Peace. And I played the character. I was like, no. And uh, and so did uh, Art's character. Uh, so we're continuing on through the cave, and they end up killing the dogs, which is super fucked up. Well, no, we ended up having to go back and save them. That's what happened. So we, Okay, so that's fucked up, right? That a druid murdered wolves like, along with the help of the with cleric. With that motivation, yeah. 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 So they're wrong. They're bad. So then this happened, right? So we go back to to help them out to see because we hear like them calling out for help. We're like, well, shit. And I at that point I had killed a, oh, we had killed a goblin that was on a you know on a bridge and stuff like that. We went back, helped them out, got them going. We didn't kill the dogs. We just helped out. 
or the wolves. And uh, why were you in we, this goblin cave in the first place? Why were we in there? Yeah. One, uh, there was evidence that one of the people that hired us for this job was uh, ambushed by gobos and taken into this cave. So we're trying to like find okay. where he is. So we have motivation of like. So you're not just like <clears throat> murdering goblins for no, 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 no. Okay. And one of the people that had more of a relationship with him than than the rest of us did. Okay. So. Um, so we're sitting they're they're tending to their wounds because they got pretty fucked up by the wolves, which at least I feel good about that. Uh, and we start hearing a goblin come down the thing because I forgot to hide the goblin body from the goblin that we killed. I could have. It was in a stream. I could have just killed. Anyway, and so we, we hear this goblin coming down. And so we come up with this plan. It's like, okay. It's one goblin? One goblin. But we need to figure out what who if if this person is in the cave, if it is alive, and oh, okay. the druid speaks goblinoid. What up? So the plan is, uh, Art's character uh, is going Benny. He's gonna so run, no. He's gonna run off and 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 bait the goblin. And I, being the strongest character, uh, the fighter, dwarf fighter, was going to grab the goblin and we're going to interrogate him. So we do it. Plan is fine. Uh, uh, you know, Tippy's able to to speak goblinoid and get the information he needs from the goblin. Uh, it, he, the guy is in the cave, whatever, 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 whatever. The goblin's not just like, oh, just a fucking dragon druid. <laughs> oh, apparently, oh, apparently in this weird mystical world, that, that's what happens. Okay. So then, so then we're stuck with, I, I'm holding this wriggling, squirming little goblin. Oh, yeah, you're like interrogating him. He's yeah. not just having a conversation, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and there's, of course, threats because you're interrogating him or whatever. And so it's like, okay, we got the information. Now fucking what? I... Just knock out the goblin, and I want to tie him up. Yeah. And then also Art. You love leaving things tied and chained up. <laughs> Art is also on the side of, of doing that as well, where the other fucking two, the dog murderers, wanted to just slit the goblin's throat. And I'm like. What kind of dwarf are you? Uh, a fucking uh, goblin lover? A neutral good hill dwarf? Hargle? Like, I can't. Here's How many the thing. of your people have fucking goblins killed? It wasn't. I don't ask. Ask Cherry Wheat. It could be zero. I don't know because he hasn't world building that. All I'm you don't saying have your is, own fucking backstory. No. You fucking love goblins so much. There's a problem with just a wriggling little goblin, just murdering it right there. If it's not actually trying to do, so you're on their side. I wasn't on the other part, but like, well, what if he runs and like fucking tells all I know, his so boys? So we tied him up. And then or, we're going to deal with him. Then well, we're going do, to deal with him afterwards. So this goblin, uh huh, he's going to live a short, violent life, regardless. Sure, just fucking break his neck. Don't get don't get blood on your blades. What would you do, Eric? Why did you kill the uh, other goblins? Because they were attacking us. Because they're fucking goblins and have coins. <laughs> <laughs> I want your goblin coins. I had a problem with it. My plan was at the end of it. At the end of our adventure, or where we went through and cleaned out the cave, we were going to come back. If the, he was still there, which he would have been, we were going to uh, undo his his tethers, and we we're going to tell Gash, the the uh, dragon druid, Tibby's character, say like, you know, hey, you know, this is a mercy. You know, don't this is a, this is a mercy. Basically, saying like, we're not gonna, we're this is fine. Actually, like a dragon's kind of nature, an affinity to nature would be more like a violent, molten sort of deal. So maybe the violence makes more sense. Then explain the cleric. The What's gnomish he? cleric who is... Who, who's his god? 
I don't know. Goblin killing God? It must be. Well, I maybe don't... his maybe his God needs to have some words with them and take away his powers. Right. It, it just it seemed it was just a little. It's a little too cruel, and that's what's so weird about D and D is because you're just slaughtering millions of fucking things. But then like I can't. We've gotten to this issue with D and D before where we were interrogating that one. Was that the adventure you played? Where me and Rick's characters beat each other up because of dwarvish pride and we didn't want to do it. And we were interrogating a man, a human man, and they wanted to end up killing him. And that was super fucked up. We can't do that. We're adventurers. We're good guys. He might have coins. (laughs) Give me the coins. Well, what you should have done is thrown the goblin to the wolves. Well, what, where do you, where do you, the wolves are dead. Where where do you stand ultimately with, with all this? Do you think I was in the right or in the, or am I wrong? I don't feel it's very dwarven. To fucking give a fuck about goblins. Well, that's racist. Yeah, dwarves are like one of the most racist fucking fantasy races ever. Not Hargle fucking Crackhammer. He's super fucking fantasy progressive, so dude. you're ignoring, just like the cleric is ignoring, like, what his character should be. You're also doing the same with your dwarvish nature. That's not, so then, okay, so the game is played for me because I'm a dwarf? You're just saying that. Oh, so the game is played for him because he's a fucking cleric, or because this one guy's like a druid. You can't if just do it when you, you disagree with it. You if can't just you, say if you are supposed to be one with nature, you're supposed to pity these poor beasts that have been enslaved by goblins. Uh, do your best to to calm them, or just leave them the fuck alone. You're not supposed to slaughter them. Well, he doesn't. Maybe he his affinity is more towards like reptilian sort of creatures. Well, that should have been on his character sheet. Um, I'm just saying, as a dwarf, you should fucking hate goblins. Yeah, I mean, I I don't see an issue with killing that goblin necessarily. I do with the with the wolves. Okay, that's, that's fucked. At least up. we have. Is that, that because um, you would feel bad with wolves in real life? Uh, no, no. It's just they're chained up. You they... gotta think though. You gotta think though. In fantasy, <laughs> we're more tethered to a more medieval setting. Sure. Where wolves were a devastating force. They were like legitimate monsters. Yeah, they're chained up. Um, and oh, it looks like they might escape. I assume they would have escaped by now if they. Could. And if they like, were, if, if they escaped and they started charging at us, I'm like, okay, game on, let's yeah. do it. But it feels weird and wrong as a neutral good dwarf fighter from the Hillary Clinton clan of <laughs> fucking liberal mountain. It's not. Well, no, I don't. I live on a. I'm a hill dwarf. I said that, and I'm also like my my Hillary. motivation. Hillary, <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Dwarf. That's pretty yeah. good. Also, my motivations aren't like I'm going to slaughter everything because I'm a dwarf. I am trying to express myself. Through making small trinkets, but I just happen to be good at maybe. Hey, you so I much. know, me too. I'm gonna play a real dwarf. Great. So he's two gonna, gnomes, two dwarves, and a dragon man. He's gonna That's have fantastic. a turban. Sweet. Yeah. Oh man. And he's gonna kill every fucking goblin and get all the cards. <laughs> okay. Well, Ethan, who played the cleric. Yeah, Ethan, enemy of the show. Enemy of the show, Ethan. Jerry, we enemy of the show. Send an email. Teardrop, I told him, I told him, and I, even while I was there, I was threatening Teardrop with, I, was like, I can't wait to talk about this on the show, Teardrop. <laughs> I do that with every single thing. Like, if they don't, if they're like out of chips. I'm like, <laughs> I cannot wait to talk about this on the show. If they don't wait, give out you of, a double baconator. If they're out of chips. Oh, oh. Like tater chips. I thought this was a D&D thing. No. If that, well, it is. You have to provide snackaroonies. Oh, yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Where are my fucking peabot cups? You know? So anyway, so this is an, an email. Okay? okay. Thanks. Oh, you can also email us at halfwick at gmail.com. It doesn't always have to be, you know, about something. Hey, it doesn't just have to be the crazies that email us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give it up coins. Okay. I don't know what that was. 
So here, this is a thing. Okay, dear Sean and Danny, and I'm so sorry, Eric, if this is boring for you. That's okay. Wow, he's having so a good time. Is, so it is. Boring. Look, he's laughing. So it is boring. I'm sorry. I believe Sean intends to discuss the ethics. I have not read this yet, so prepare for a fuck up or two, okay? He's read it a thousand times. Yeah. Not, he's prepared. I, pro- I did not. Why would I do that? I wanted to make sure that I was going in fresh with this, even though I kind of know his position because he wanted to win the murder of the dogs and the goblin. Mm-hmm. I believe Sean intends to discuss the ethics of decision decisions made during our recent Dungeons and Dragons session, and I want to make sure he doesn't provide only the details he wants. Mm. Oh, okay. All right, Ethan. <laughs> Which I'm sure is what he did. <laughs> Elvin? Okay. I'm sure you will hear about our encounter with the Chained Wolves, and then our encounter with the Goblin that we captured, question, and now Sean is adamant that we keep, al- uh, adamant that we keep alive. Oh, P.S. The Goblin currently, uh, we, we saved the guy in, deeper in the cave, and he was like, he also fucking agreed with not murdering the Goblin. He was like, we'll, be, we'll bring him to the King's Justice. So he's on the, on the caravan cart that we're To be murdered in yeah. a what? public forum. The King's going to kill him. Oh, we're going to, here's the, hey, check it out. What we're going gonna, gonna to secretly, we're, don't, don't listen to this, everybody. We're going to secretly let that little Goblin go in the nighttime. Oh, it escaped. We're going to do that. What, what fucking king that. has the goddamn that. time to deal with one fucking <laughs> goblin kidnapper? Hey, man, it's, it's Cherry Wheat's See the fucking DM. king of New Mexico? <laughs> I, don't, I don't... You know, know the New Mexicans! <laughs> goblin hives under there. You can't believe it. Um, whether you agree with Sean about keeping the captured goblin alive, nope. I think it's important that you know how uh, that shortly before capturing and running goblin... Wait. Oh. Shortly before capturing the running goblin, Sean encountered a goblin who was asleep on a bridge. Now, that's not true. <laughs> oh, Sean's reaction shit. in he that sleeping oh, goblin. No, hold on. He was not. That is not. Hold on. Sean's reaction in this situation was to throw both of his throwing axes at the sleeping goblin oh. and attempt to kill it. Okay. First of all, it's. You missed? First hold of on. all, you don't. Why would you throw a throwing axe? He at, was, shut up. At something on a bridge. That's a great way to lose a throwing axe. Yeah. And found, it's asleep. I found both Sneak of them. Sneak up. Okay, hold on. I, I, I have a rebuttal to this because this is not this is not accurate. Uh, despite his inability to hit the goblin with his weapon. <laughs> sleeping goblin. So you just came up against a sleeping goblin and threw your fucking axes over a cliff. Into the water. Uh, I found them, though. Despite his inability to hit the goblin with either weapon, I think it's important <laughs> to ask him how he conflicts killing a sleeping goblin with wanting to keep one alive uh, after chasing, uh, after he chased one of our party members, clearly an attempt to kill that party member. Uh, signed yeah. Ethan, or sorry, signed Evan Ethan Egon Egbert. <laughs> so the goblin was not asleep; he was looking the other way. <laughs> he, he, this person. So, what's the difference between his life and the other one? He was facing the other way. So earlier, when I asked him? you if you, he was up them. on a bridge. He would have alerted the other gobos. What did he do when you threw the axes into the ground? Went to sleep. I tried to hit him. <laughs> well, no, then then uh, uh, Benny Art's character killed him. Here's the thing. Little goblins are little dumb things born out of malice and hate, and they don't feel pain. So just mash them and take their coins. I feel like that's a very simple way of looking at it, a very Trumpian way of looking at things. I love goblins. They're my favorite fantasy creature. Donald They're Trump, small. your boss, does have a very strong stance on goblins. <laughs> <laughs> And that you should have your sons be them. Uh, oh, Danny Fastballs. Oh, that's good. Official liberal of the show. What? Oh, JK. Oh, um, I don't care, man. 
<laughs> so okay. So the coins. <laughs> so, so you guys are both against me on this, except for the dogs, except for the wolves. Okay. Earlier, I asked what you did with the other goblins or why you killed them, and you said they were attacking you. Yes, that one wasn't. It was looking the other way. There was no reason to Man, kill that one. Eric. Every goblin in that fucking cave would slit your throat if it had the chance. It's their fucking nature. They're That's goblins. A, it's. A, I, I, can you imagine? As a character, I was basically playing myself as a dwarf, right? It's what I'm doing. So in a fantasy land, I but know there's some things change. Why even be a dwarf but I, then? I, but I'm. But I'm. So you can do a voice. Yeah, and so and I like I'm grasping a wriggling, tiny frame. It's like a child. It's not though. It's like a little child. It's not a little green baby. So do you think spiders are like? Uh, I save. I save fetuses. <laughs> no, I save. Insects too. I let insects go. Oh, there's a black widow in my shoe. It's just like a little fetus. <laughs> They're different things. Although spiders are fucking cooler than goblins. Well, it's not the it's not the only fetus in a shoe. A couple of fetuses in your shoe. I like goblins. <laughs> you get it, Eric? It's good. Yeah, thanks, you don't man. have to. You don't have to. He does. Patronize it. I like goblins mm. in the mindset of a fucking character. Mm. I don't like goblins. There's something to fucking put metal through. Well, that's your character that you're playing, not Hargle Crackhammer. Hargle Crackhammer. Hero Hammer. of Dungeons Terrible Dwarf. No, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I need to find my own way. So why are you a fighter if you don't want to fight anything? <sighs> my character is... Be a I, tradesman. This is so boring for people. My character is... They're done that, listening. I know. Uh, this is the part where they like to fast forward. They turned off the during the Willy Wonka <laughs> video. Like, you know, I can't do it. These people are... Now they want me to buy shirts. My character is his his motivations are self expression. He just happens to be very good at being a hired thug. Doesn't sound like it. One of the bridge axe throwing situation. I'm level one. So how's he? How are you act like he's renowned for anything? Oh come on! I mean D and D. Look, you're basically your class's mom. <laughs> we shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dwarven mob. All right. I, I'm done talking about it. Is well, that, is that, I mean, if I had to defend Teardrop, like the the first time I ever played, and I don't know if it was Vampire the Masquerade or D&D, I was, you know, 16 or mm -hmm. something. And How do you not know the fucking difference? I, I don't know. It was Here, let me ask you something. Were there vampires? <laughs> Were you all vampires? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I was, but I. I was a character. We were trying to get blood. And like, <laughs> maybe it was like a paladin or something. But I know it was like a Nosferatu paladin. And, it was definitely New Orleans. Yeah, modern day. Yeah, we were at the club. So I think it was. I think it was Gerps. That's what I'm saying. But like. I just wanted to fuck everything up. I wanted any plan to not go as expected. You know, oh, like okay. the the troll of uh, it was just being so you're a kid. Probably and, a, uh, you know, a, a Machiavellian. I was. I Is remember, that what you were? Is that the chaotic set? neutral? I think. Oh, if there's alignment, then you're well, playing then you're D, &D. D D. Oh, well, there you go. Then it must what have been D and D. What a fucking nerd! <laughs> he doesn't know the difference. <laughs> That's you. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> you fart ducked. Um, <laughs> what a gay grill. Yeah. <laughs> King girl, cool. Um, well, good one. Yeah, oh, oh, you I mean, know that's but, like. But you were sixteen, oh, right? Yeah, he's oh, seventeen. Teardrops, like, yeah, he's yeah. seventeen. Okay, that's just seventeen now is different than sixteen back then. He has a job. He's got abs. He's a very oh, nice guy. Wow. He's Wait gonna on. be a fireman. When we, especially when we were sixteen, it was still like, 
slime mm. and fucking snacks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Slime snacks. Kissing girls. Mm. That was about it. We weren't, <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't delving into the ethics of things. No. Was Teardrop at least presenting a defense to his beliefs? Not good enough for me. Because his, his whole def- for the goblin thing... No, he he did not speak to it as you if as you were speaking to it. Well, you got to think about this as like a dragon kin. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's a very long lived species. Mm-hmm. So even though he might seem like an adult to you, maybe he's very young and he's still he is he he is he's a he's a barely legal dragon boy. And without like any actual tutor from his druidic order, it's true he doesn't have anyone to guide him. Well, that's hopefully we can be that. In his cold reptilian nature, he does a frost breath. Is. Needs to, you know, you got to work through that a little bit. Okay. So maybe instead of just preaching, you can help teach. Kind of lead by example, you know. Well, I was, okay. You know what? You're right. Instead of just throwing your axes at sleeping babies. <laughs> My baby. For the coins. <laughs> and baby coins. Uh, he, okay. Well, and, and this is a defense, uh, you know, one of his character traits is that he's kind of a dick. He wrote that is on his character oh, sheet. Yeah. So, but they don't explain that. Been, been I'm kind of a in... dick, you know. I kill people. <laughs> yeah, I think there's more issue with the cleric. Yeah, yeah. So no more clericking for you, Egbert. <laughs> you banana bread. Uh, just kidding. He's very nice. He bought us McDonald's breakfast. It was wonderful. We played D and D at 9 a.m. That is a fucking rush. Oh, wait, is that when you're playing? It changes. Uh. It's all up in the air, my man. But yeah, it was cool to do. It was neat. No one's ever done that. Play D and D that early in the morning. I'll play no until that hour. Till until that hour, yes, but not start at nine a.m. I think we broke a law. Did you guys play it like a church? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I sent you this link, and now we're gonna do a little spin on just quiz me. Okay, I, I have my link opened up in my cellular phone. Eric, are you good? Yeah, yeah, I've got it. This is, right. format is like a quiz. <laughs> it's a little different. It's it's not your grandpa's just quiz me. Oh my god. <laughs> You woke up in a strange place with no idea where you are or how you got there. Will you survive the night in this place? Consider your decisions. Read each answer carefully before choosing. This is D&D. This is role-playing. Yeah, a little bit. Is this Ravenloft? No. Oh. Are you, you guys ready? Should we? Are we selecting these things on our phones? Well, yeah. Mine's okay. different. We're all going to play. No, that was this information. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Try to get in character. God. Not bad. Sorry. All right. What am I doing here? I don't dwarf. remember You're not a thing. Dwarf. I'm a dwarf. You're not a dwarf. Oh, no. A skeleton. I'll be on your friend. And, and that was just... Dick donkey. And that was just quiz me. Uh, don't say... That's, uh, oh, that's... this is Eddie Murphy voice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Night is falling. You open your eyes and find yourself in a place you have never seen before. A decrepit old manor bathed in the fading lights of dusk. At least, you don't think you've ever seen it before. Your memories are a bit fuzzy at the moment. The sun slowly drops below a horizon. You can barely make out through the blurry, faded windows. But you know that night is falling. How do you know this? And our options. The way the darkness overtakes the manor more and more with each passing moment. The only thing I have ever known that to mean is that the day is ending. So I can only assume. Or I found a pocket watch tucked away in the folds of my clothing. I don't remember how I got there, but the face reads 8.34. I suppose that is a decent time for the sun to be setting, isn't it? Hmm. Or, I don't. Any other time, perhaps I could easily assume that the sun was setting, but this dark feels different. The most I have to go on is the feeling that the day is fading away from me. 
I'm going to go with I look out the fucking window. Also, you could have just said I look out the window and see it's dark. So which option is that? Number one. Sorry. Okay. Eric? I'm going, I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's like a darkness is fading in me or yeah. building in me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh-huh. Hopefully we still have the same deal. It's just different options. I didn't go through this at all. This oh. is blind. Oh, cool. So tell me if it's different. Okay. Having woken up on a dusty wooden floor in a strange manner with no idea where you are or how you got there, you decide that you should probably figure out exactly what is going on. Hmm. You stand up, brush yourself off, and begin exploring. What exactly is it that you're looking for? Is yours different? Not the same. Okay. And the options are a way out. I can't seem to find my way out of here, and the windows will open or even break. Surely there must be an exit somewhere. I just want to go home. I do. Answers. How did I get here? Where am I? What happened? Why is my memory so blurry? There might be some clues around here that could help me piece together the events of the past hours. Or, I don't know. Whatever it is, I think I'll know when I find it. Plus, there's no point in lying on that floor all night doing nothing but staring into darkness, right? So we've got a way out, answers, or I don't know. I'm going to go a way out. I want out of here. Get me out of here. I'm going to go with answers. I am also going a way out. There's a movie about uh, a way out. See the movie? Sounds great. The place appears to be from the 19th century. You imagine it was the height of luxury in its day, but it must have since falling into disrepair. There are places where the floors and walls have broken or rotted away, gaping holes and peeling, fading wallpaper filling the spaces that were once occupied by polished wood and intricate brocade patterns. The floor creaks beneath your feet. It's growing darker by the minute, and you can't seem to find any source of light. Eventually, you come upon three doors. Which do you open? The one closest to me. I'll explore this room, and if there's nothing in here, I'll just leave and go to the next one. It's the most efficient way of doing things. The one furthest from me. I can't put it into words. It just feels like there's a strange energy coming from behind it. Like it's compelling me to open it. I'll just pick a random one. Uh, Okay, I've got got an issue with I'll just pick a random one. Is that basically saying the other door? Because what if the random door is the fucking closest or the furthest from me? Then it's the closest, the furthest one from me. Then do I pick closest or do I pick the random one? Do you understand random? (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. I'm going to go the one closest to me. I'm going to go the one furthest from me. I can't fight this compulsion. (laughs) I'm going closest. Uh The door opens with a loud creak. Behind it, you see a lavish sitting room straight out of the roaring 20s. No, seriously. You find several bottles of wine dated from the early 1920s in a cupboard. If the manor was from the 1800s, how did this room get here? Hmm. Wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there could be newer stuff in an older house. (laughs) What sort of of mysterious (laughs) dimension is this? I think maybe they meant the wine is from the 1800s. Maybe they swapped those dates. You can have wine from the 1800s and the 1920s as well. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe sorry. Maybe well, if you if you're from the 19th century, how do you know what the 1920s are? <laughs> Whoa. Or maybe you're just seeing the date 1920, but you're in the 19th century. Oh. Okay. 
<laughs> other options. It's weird that you get to pick like what you see. Yeah, a bedroom that looks like it was built, furnished, and decorated just last year. It feels strangely homey. I feel like a memory is trying to make its way to me when I'm in this room, but I can't quite reach it. A room that is entirely unfamiliar to me. The furniture is nearly unrecognizable, and the colors are strange and unnatural. The room is made up of odd shapes and shimmering forms that almost seem to shift in my peripheral vision. Cool. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. I think I'm going to go with the fucking zany room at the bottom. Yeah, I'm going banana's room. Uh so this is weird, right? Because you guys opened different doors and saw the same thing. Whoa, sort of man. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, sitting room, the lavish sitting room. Ooh, you want to get drunk, Eric? Yeah. No, that was, was that the Yeah, the 1800, 1920 okay. bottle. What a strange room you found yourself in. You blink. When you open your eyes, you think for a second that you have not opened them at all. Suddenly, you have been plunged into complete darkness. Oh, no. What do you do? Panic. What just happened? <laughs> Am I still in the room? Why didn't I hear or feel anything? Why is it so dark? How do I get out? Feel around and try to find a source of light somewhere that I can turn on. Close my eyes again and concentrate, allowing my senses to drift through the dark. Perhaps I will sense something. I will panic because I know me. Is that what you did earlier? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, always. I will, I will look for a source of light. Um... Yeah, I'm going to close my eyes and concentrate. Hmm. Allow my senses to drift through the dark. Wow. For gods. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know how long this is. <laughs> I hate your guts. We might be in this manner forever. <sighs> a presence approaches. You can't see it and it doesn't make a sound. You're not sure how you know, but somehow you can feel it there. See, I was sensing for it. Fuck. It stands in front of you. You feel something in you being pulled away from you, drained from you, in the direction of the strange presence, and it communicates. The presence does not speak. There are no words or concrete ideas, no noises, but you know it's telling you something. Not through words, but through emotions. It's transmitting feelings to you. You want to make sense of them, but they are beyond any language you have ever known, more intense than anything that can be put into words. Regardless... Perhaps you should try to make sense of them anyway. What are the closest words you could use to describe these feelings? I'm so glad you're reading this. <laughs> fear. Not fear. No. Absolute unbridled terror. So strong it envelops all other feelings I've experienced since I woke up on the floor. It simultaneously stretches a moment over a thousand years and compresses decades down to the blink of an eye. It is not fear. It is everything and nothing all at once. Drama queen. Yeah. Is that you? <laughs> yeah. Something between despair and rage, like losing the one thing you cared most about in the world at the hands of someone you once trusted. Yeah, it's different in a way. Now the element of care is gone. The worldly connection between me and the vast, vague dream of blinding emotion is severed. And for a second, I lose myself to that dream. Mm. It is so unfamiliar to me, so otherworldly, so misplaced in my mind that I cannot put it into words no matter how hard I try. As such, the more I attempt to translate it to something understandable, the more muddled the feeling becomes to me. All I really know how to feel now is the fear summoned by the unfamiliarity of the situation. So you got fear, rage of betrayal, and uh, I don't know. Basically, fear or terror, Yeah. Uh, despair and rage... 
and uh, just unknown, unfamiliar sense. I'm going to go fear. I'm going somewhere between despair and rage. I'm going unfamiliar, but still kind of scared. Okay. Hmm. I feel like, and this is taking a break from this, mm. I feel like in the future this would be fun to do stuff like this, maybe tailored a little bit more better to the show, because yeah. I feel like I'm just reading a lot of nonsense yeah. that people are like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. We but, could make uh, our own one. This That'd is be fun, fun, though. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. yeah, some halfway okay castle adventures. Oh, my yeah. God. Some adventures in the Castle of Blood. Oh, my God. Maybe. Suddenly, the darkness vanishes, and with it, the presence. For a moment, it leaves absolutely nothing in its wake. No dark, no light, nothing. A void of sorts. All of what you felt when the presence communicated with you is gone without a trace. In fact, for that one moment, you don't feel a thing. Then you blink again and find yourself back in the hallway of the manor. Almost everything seems to be exact as it was before. But in front of you, where there should have been three doors, is a blank wall. There are three more noticeable differences about the manor now. Once the darkness has almost completely consumed it by now, you can hardly see five feet in front of you. Two, soft light is now spilling from the cracks around the door down the hallway to your right, where there was no light before. And three, an eerie, haunting voice can now be heard singing a strange tune. It sounds a bit distant, but it echoes along the halls of the manor. You are sure it must be coming from somewhere inside. What do you do? Oh, it's <laughs> I don't like it. Do you try to find the source of the singing? It seems to be drawing me to it. I'm not sure what will happen when I find it, but I feel that I need to. Do you go open the door down the hall? Someone must be in there. Maybe someone who could help. In any case, I'd like to find out what happened in there. Do you fill around the wall in front of me and try to find out what happened to the doors? Where could they have gone? Maybe the rooms are still there. Go to the light. I want to. Yep. So we've got. Yep. Try to find the source of the seizing. Go to open the door or feel around a dumb wall. I'm going to open the door. Opening the door. Get some light in there. Yeah. Danny. I got to find the source. I got to find out what it is. As, okay, so not opening the door, finding the source you're, of the singing. You're going to go with the singing. Finding the source of the singing. Ooh, oh, my God. That's ooh. last on my list. I'd I rather to touch know. a blank wall Oof. than do that. Oof. I'd rather fuck a blank wall. Hey. Yum, yum. What? That was luckily not an option. <sighs> Too bad. As you begin to investigate the mystery, you, perhaps absentmindedly, run your hand along a wall as you move. Before you've even made a complete step, your finger catches on a corner of peeled-up wallpaper. Huh. The manor is old, of course, falling apart at every turn, dissolving a little bit with every touch. Certainly, this is to be expected. What is not to be expected, however, is the fact that the finger that was caught on the wallpaper seems to have been swallowed up by the darkness. It is simply not there anymore. No matter what you do with your hands or how hard you look for your digit you just lost. Well... That is a strange development, isn't it? What are you going to do about it? Do you touch the wallpaper again? If I don't, I won't know for certain whether the wallpaper was what actually consumed my finger. What the fuck? (laughs) And perhaps it could replace the one I took if I touched it again. Oh, get a shadow finger. I should try touching different sections of the wallpaper too to see if they have the same effect. I just need to find out what's going on here so I can know what I'm dealing with and maybe how to solve it. I better stay on the alert now. If something gives me a bad feeling, I'll avoid it instead of being absent-minded again. Or look for the lost, or look for my lost finger. Where could it have gone? Maybe take a look at the wallpaper too, to see if there's something weird about it. 
Okay. So this wallpaper ate your finger and you're like having well, like, it disappeared. More... It like cons- but your I feel fingers... like it was consumed into. I don't feel like it felt like it was bitten off. Sure, but your finger is gone now. Yeah. So you're either I'll touch it more to ruin more of my fingers. Uh um uh not do that <laughs> or or look around for your lost finger, which is in the fucking void. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay alert. I have a bad feeling. I'm going to look for the lost finger and because it also in this look at the wallpaper too and see if there's something. Yeah, um, I'm going to stay alert. I love that he goes like, maybe I can solve this wall. You can't fucking solve this wallpaper. Maybe it's a riddle. (laughs) Fucking hell no. Yeah, that's, I'm I'm more focused on the the haunting tune, but I still want to examine the wallpaper a little bit. Maybe there's coins. (laughs) the moment you take another step forward your weight shifts to a particularly loose floorboard a loud creaking sound rips through the hallway and for a moment you swear you can almost hear what sounds like hundreds of little footsteps fleeing perhaps the noise scared something off before you have time to think about it you are falling the floorboard must have fallen through Mm. though you don't recall it being large enough to fit a whole person through any gap it would have left Regardless, you are falling, and you've been falling for several seconds now. Surely the manor can't be this tall. A split second before the thought crosses your mind, you find yourself standing right in front of a plain-looking door. You didn't land there. You just stopped falling? Anyway, it's gotten so dark that the door is now the only thing you can see. So? No way am I opening another door in this manor without taking the proper precautions first. I investigate the area around the door for a whole or for a while, trying to find out if it's safe to enter. Open the door, almost willingly. Um, I guess I'll open it. What other choice do I have? So, look around, not opening the door. Open it willingly, or open it because what else are you gonna do? So all of them are probably opening the door, right? Well, the first one's kind of not, I guess. I am gonna. I'm going to open go it with, willingly. I'm going to open it because what the fuck else am I going to do? I would rather be in a room than in some fucking abyss. Agreed. Yeah. It's like uh, a one ocean of, of darkness. Yeah. I, I agree. I guess I have to open the door. Kind of yeah. Thing. Well, it seems safe enough. Nothing strange. Perhaps there's something important behind it. So you turn the handle. The door is surprisingly heavy and it takes quite a bit of effort to pull it open. When at last you are able to pull it far enough away from the wall that you can fit through the gap, you dart in and drop the door. It slams shut behind you, and you hope that you will not have to go through it again. As soon as you turn your attention to the room you've just entered, you find yourself suspended in a vast chasm to which there seems to be no end. Out of shock, you try to turn back, only to see that the door has disappeared. Well, now let's really hope you didn't have to go through it again, hmm? After a moment, you begin to hear a strange sound. What is it? Breeze, rustling, tree leaves, birds singing. This wouldn't be so strange if it weren't for the fact that I'm very sure I'm still inside. Plus, there are certainly no birds or trees around and no windows to hear them through. Hmm. Ticking clocks. Many of them. Reflexively, I look down at the pocket watch I found in my clothing, only to see that the face still reads 834. Odd, considering I have definitely been in the manor much longer than that. Not to mention that the darkness couldn't have grown so much more intense in only a minute. Many different voices. They're all talking over each other. 
so I cannot make out what any of them are saying. I'm going to go nice birds and trees. Yep, same here. I'm actually going to agree with you guys just because that feels like the most like David Lynch choice yeah. of just like being out of place. Yeah. The sound seems to be growing louder and louder. So loud in fact that you feel a need to cover your ears. Unfortunately, you're unable to do so because apparently you have now lost not only a finger, but your hands as well. Come on. You have no idea how this happened, but it is your number one priority, but it is not your number one priority right now. What your number one priority is, is the horrendously loud sea of noise surrounding you. Slowly, you realize that it isn't growing louder after all. It is simply being added to. All sorts of different sounds are coming from all directions now, not just the same noise. You hear tearful conversations, centuries-old songs whose composers never finished composing them. How the fuck do you know that? Transmissions from spacecrafts whose passengers never again return to Earth. Whoa! Old radio broadcasts. And how do you know about spacecrafts if it's in the 19th century? I mean, your fucking hands are missing. Time does not exist here. (laughs) And also, we know a lot lot about composers. Yeah, and fucking radio. And performances that were never released to the public. And suddenly, there's a there's a b-side uh outtake of viv doing a different version of bugs in this chasm whoa cool (laughs) i'll stay and suddenly there are visions to go with them like a billion different memories playing out in front of you like watching the universe from start to finish seeing things that haven't even happened yet things that weren't meant to be seen you feel every emotion that has ever been felt all at once remember every memory suffer from every pain not only that You have become a being made up of all these things, a fluid being without shape or form, without boundaries or mortal restrictions. You are every noise you hear and every memory you recall and every emotion you feel and every pain you experience. You are beyond this universe. You are all the things that never happened in this reality, the converging point of all parallel dimensions, the unlikely and yet all too real connection between this world and the next. You are the manor and everything that may or may not reside within. You are the confidence of this may and the uncertainty of the may not. You built this manor. Don't you remember? Don't you remember where the darkness came from? Have you abandoned the world you created? Okay, first of all, so yeah. long. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was going <laughs> to be like God. so trippy and like I thought it was going to be like there's bats and yeah. like creepy things yeah. in the castle. <laughs> I thought one of us would have died by now. <laughs> Yeah, you, you have to survive the night. I did think this was kind of going to be more of a choose your own adventure style <laughs> thing, but this is still fun. Let's get you proofread it. All right. Why well, I, I want to go in blind? I know, I know. All right, here are our options. What? That makes no sense. Of course, I didn't build it. This place isn't even real, is it? I must be dreaming. I remember I have become stuck in a reoccurring dream, a never-ending cycle that I cannot wake up from. I am stuck in the dream I created. Why don't I remember? Why do all my memories feel like dreams? Why do I feel like I've entered this room before? What am I? Okay, so you're you're so you you what? This doesn't make any sense. Or oh, I remember. Or I don't remember. What the hell? What the fuck is happening? Right? Yeah. I'm gonna say what? This none of this makes sense. I didn't build it. I hate it here. I'm gonna go. What? I don't remember. I really don't want to be stuck in this recurring dream. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Eric. Why I don't remember, etc. Okay. Gradually, all the noise and visions fade away. 
In what feels like decades, you find yourself once again suspended in nothingness, almost nothingness. A piano, you hear it softly playing something, a tune. It sounds relatively simple, though strangely melancholy, and a bit familiar. Part of the nothingness in front of you has taken an odd, static-filled shape. You can't quite make out what the shape is supposed to be. It seems to be approaching you, slowly but surely. You don't really know what to do, so you stand, unmoving, confident in your comforting uncertainty, until the static surrounds you like a welcome embrace. Oh. Weird. Okay. The, the three <laughs> options are all I remember now. Which one are you guys picking? Bottom one. Also, I think that the tune that's being played yeah. on the piano is In the End by Linkin Park. <laughs> no. And mine... <laughs> And mine is making my way downtown. Oh, yeah. Walking. I'm going to pick the first I remember. You don't now. know Walking in Memphis? Walking in Memphis. Okay. Walking with my feet, 10 feet off of you. We are almost Was done. Was it a chasm oh. of nothingness? I'll tell you. I don't know this song. It's a very Memphis and nothingness. Pretty good rhyme. <laughs> yeah, is it 7 Mary 3? Love it. Go on. Tony doesn't know Cumbersome. Oh, wow. That's well, he's like, happy girl. Cumbersome. This poor manner. I know. <laughs> Wake up. The I'm world waits one. for you. And our options are I know, I will, or again. Oh, God. Not again. That's for yeah, sure. I will. This is my, my choice. I know. I'm going to do I know. I'm doing I will. Oh, shit. Okay, well, uh, we have our results of what if we survived the night in this fucking crazy castle. Want to find out what happens? Tune in next week for uh, Halfway Okay. Eat it. Nah, we'll do it now. Okay. So, uh, Sean. Yeah. Now, Eric, you're the guest. Let's start with you. You didn't die, but you might as well have. Oh, That's what mine Jesus. says. You want me to read the... Uh, yeah, yeah, read oh, yeah. the whole thing. You became trapped between dimensions. You are now stuck in a quiet, non-place devoid of all life for the rest of eternity. Oh, that's so terrible. That's so much worse yeah, than that. Yeah, this is awful. You have my deepest condolences. Oh, God. Remember that the manor is not entirely of this universe, and so it will not always behave as such. Rather, it is an intersection between many different universes. Something that would make sense in your world might not make sense in another, and vice versa. If you feel compelled to do something here that might seem illogical to you, perhaps you should trust your gut instead. It is the one thing that will stick with you regardless of which universe you are in. Hmm. John? Uh, you died. <laughs> Happy ending. <laughs> yep. um, you failed to survive the night. Remember to trust your instincts. If something seems off in the manner, it probably is. Take note of your surroundings. Stay alert and observant, or else you will find yourself lost amongst the ma- the manor's walls. Leave your assumptions behind you. Leave your assumptions behind you. You never know what could surprise you in a place like this. You dumb, handless, dead body. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get, Danny? You lived. Oh, wow. You're alive. If you always remember that you are alive, you'll never truly die in the manor. Do not forget it. Well, it looks like we all need to mind our manners. Thank you, everybody. Bye, Mon. You're all in the manner.